Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
listener. Evening, good evening, good evening, dear listener. Thank you, James. Thank you, Ash. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Uh, we're on Periscope as well for the first time in ages. Has it come up on my Twitter that we're doing Periscope? Let me have a little look-see. No, hang on a second. We are on Periscope. www.periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. There we go. Now, I've lost... I've lost the entire show. I've lost... We've lost the show, guys. I don't know where... The show... I've lost it. I've got no idea where it is. Um... Which is a little bit awkward. It's not even me doing a piece. Genuinely lost the show. Now, when I say we've lost the show, what I mean is... Um, normally, when we uh, come in, um, I... Here come the newspapers. That's kind of half the show. Thanks. Have a look through the... Rifle through the bin. Rifle through the bin. That's it. It'll be written on the back of a printed sheet. In It'll be a list of newspapers and a list of pages. Um, what I do... It, well, hang on a second. We've lost the show, Alan! Oh, no! We've lost the show! Oh, well, let's start a new one from scratch. Well, th- I think we're going to have to, because we have lost it. Well... You can play Glad to be Gay. We're expressing that free love is free love now. Hey, yeah, that's good news. Everybody that... Well, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know I don't know the full details about the gay pardon? Pardon? I don't know the full details about it, so I don't quite know how all-encompassing it is. That noise you can hear is um, Edmundo going through the bins trying to find the show. There's no chance that James... Got, did, did, has James Wales... Sab- Sorry? Oh, who? Well, can you? Oh, for goodness' sakes! The show's the show has been um, destroyed. Has been destroyed. It's been thrown away in the bin. Now, some might say that that's that's the best thing to have done with the show. You, we don't know, but it's gone. So, what I do, Alan, when I come in, God, your breathing yeah. is annoying. So what are you doing? I'm trying to laugh the fags, but it's not working. You're trying to what? I'm trying to quit the fags, but it's not working. You're trying to quit the fags? Yeah. Yeah, well, but... jeez. Oh, right. Um, so what we do is I come in and I write down on a bit of paper some stories and some bits and pieces. Now, sometimes we don't need them because I've got lots to talk about. Tonight we need them. Right Tonight we need the stories, what I have written down, on a bit of paper. But the bit of paper's gone missing, Alan. So I've got... Oh, I've got, no! I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Well, maybe before the show you should have a photocopy oh. and a backup. I don't know... Um, I don't even know if we have a photocopier in this building. Maybe the talk might have it. Does, when was the last time anybody actually went and used a photocopier? When when was that the last... When, when did anyone ever do that? It's got to be... Um, people in the office probably use them all the time. Well, maybe. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I work in an office and I don't use it. Alan, it feels like we're going up a comedy cul-de-sac, so I'm going to cut you off. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Yes, you can call in about photocopiers. When was the last time you ever actually used a photocopier? Um, 
But it does leave me at a slight disadvantage in that someone, and I suspect it was James Whale, has thrown away tonight's show. So, for the next two hours and 50 minutes, we've got naffle. Not quite naffle, because one of the things I did want to ask you this evening is um, to call in with your um, guest suggestions. Because... um, we had some brilliant guests last year. We've had some good guests this year. I and mean, last night, flipping heck, well, everyone was an absolute um, was an absolute belter, wasn't it? Um, but uh, we haven't got many guests lined up um, for the rest of this year. So, with your, well, by the way, we might have Dave Mason coming on. That would be cool, wouldn't it? And I'm umming and ahhing about Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. I don't know anything about Jethro Tull. But I suspect I would enjoy Ian Anderson um, recounting some tales. So we might be getting him on. Um, But any other suggestions for guests that you might have would be um, extremely welcome. Now, don't tweet me. Um, And certainly don't at them. When you, uh, if if you if you do mention them on tweets, but do call in with your suggestions, please. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to um, give us a call uh, with your guest suggestions that you think might work quite well on this show, um. And you you know the kind of guests that we get. I, but I, I really enjoyed last night's sports special special. I really enjoyed that. Um, do you want to get the phone, guys? Um, I enjoyed that a lot. And they were people that were quite out of um, my comfort zone. In the, They were talking about sports. And I didn't know nothing about sports. Um but actually, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. And here's the thing. Here's a little postscript to uh, last night's show. I have ever so slightly changed my opinion on sports. still think football's a lot of old rubbish, right? But I-, I certainly get, after speaking to all those people last night, I certainly get why some people, are, you know, that th- absolutely love Sports. I, I kind of understand that. And I think I have loosened my stance ever so slightly uh, on um, sports. I don't think I'm going to be quite so dismissive. Apart from football, it's rubbish! But I don't think I'm going to be quite so dismissive of them in the future. Um, and also, I did enjoy tangents. Connor, I'll come to you in a minute. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um I did enjoy having a whole show apart from one hour where we didn't have, where it was guests, guest after guest after guest. And I think maybe we might do that again. That kind of, um, that kind of worked for me as a little bit of a format shift. Not a permanent thing, not even necessarily once a week, just as and when. But I found it, uh, the, the key to, um, the key to staying alive is to get out of your comfort zone as often as possible. And um, Kath and I got out of our comfort zone on Sunday when we did um, Down the Rabbit Hole. And I was out of my comfort zone last night when I was talking to 
a load of um, sports people, <laughs> you know, and I'd, I'd read up on them and I kind of, you know, knew bits and pieces about them, but it was it was uncharted territory for me. So we might do that from um, time to time. Not sports, um, but we might have shows where the whole show is, 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 is guests, because I like that and I think it's different. And you know that I'm trying to do... I'm trying to do a different show every single um, night, if I can, you know, and sometimes that, um, hang on, this is about to play something you don't want it to play, hang on. Right, ramble enough, 0344 499 1000, somebody's stolen the show! Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio, we'll get you talking. Good evening, Connor! Hello, Ian. First time caller. Connor, it is a pleasure. The show, stop the clocks. No, that's um, the poem for when um, the the man dies. No, keep the clocks going. Stop the press. Stop the press. I will do, will do. The show has been found in in the bin, Connor. Oh, my God. It was in the bin. Now, now, my fault, because... That is the first and the last time I have left the show on a desk and asked someone else to bring it in. Catherine has a lot to to do, and I said, Catherine, quick, can you grab that for me? And it's the first and the last time I will ever, ever do that. Normally, I put it in my um, laptop, and I close my laptop, and I whip it out of my laptop. But I, I did that... And someone from the James Whale team, let's say James Whale, because even if it wasn't James Whale, he is, um, he's responsible for his team members. Um, and boy, oh boy, is James a, a, a real massive member. Um, uh, he is, he, he has basically sabotaged me, sabotaged me, let's say, sabotaged me, and uh, uh, someone has put my, my show in the bin. I have the show. Part of me is disappointed I have the show because it, it, it ain't that good. I've made it sound like I've got gold. It's not. I've not got. It's, it's not a lot. Gold. It's always gold. It's a slipper special tonight, Connor. We're going to be talking about slippers. Okay, great. I've got three pairs in front of me. Have you? I do. What man has three three pairs of slippers? Someone who just had Christmas. So oh. I'm, back at, I'm back at university from Christmas and I got um, slippers from basically everybody. So. Are they all. Are any of them silly slippers? I've got a pair that are Homer, Homer Simpson's face. Mm. They're the silly ones. Yeah. The rest are very, uh, very standard. There is nothing, and do you know what? I'm going to treat my, this is what I'm going to do tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm going to Marks and Spencers, mm-hmm. and I'm going to the gentleman's department, and they do very uh, navy blue slippers with a black plastic base they cost 14.99 and about every 18 months i treat myself to a pair and tomorrow mm-hmm. i shall be buying myself a brand new pair of marks and spencer slippers lucky man very lucky man and uh, yet marks and spencer's sales are down H- how are their figures down when every 18 months i'm spending 50 quid in the slipper department yeah, they're closing lots of shops, aren't they? They are. Here's. Do you remember? Um, we've not had a good, famous high street brand closed down since what? Since British Home Stores, British Home Stores, Woolworths. Yeah. Um, Argos is still thriving. Um, w. H. Smith, bizarrely, is still thriving. Um, here's an interesting fact about W. H. Smith. I'm the only person that finds this interesting. The guy that invented W. H. Smith, his initials were H. W. Smith. 
okay. And he started it, but then his son took over, and his son was called W.H. Smith, and he turned it round. Oh, wow. Um, but I reckon... Marxists has got, they've got to go bust at some point, because when I worked at local radio, Connor, and, and trust me, we will get to your point of calling in, I promise. <laughs> it's okay. Um, we, we, um, uh, every six months, right, I was there for eight, uh, for four years, so there were eight periods of six months, yes. Every six months, Marks and Spencer would bring out their, um, sales figures, and, and every time, the, um, gentleman after me, who's a brilliant broadcaster, a bloke called JVS, I think he's absolutely brilliant. Um, but he would, every six months, he'd do a, well, Marks and Spencer's have released their figures. Their figures have gone down. What's wrong with Marks and Spencer's? Call me now. We'll pass the tape on to them. So that was four years of their sales figures going down. How yeah. many years can they sustain that? Yeah. I think, I think that, um, sadly, I think the big bookshops might be the next to go, like, you know, your Waterstones. I do, I do do that thing of going in a bookshop, looking at the book, <laughs> and then checking the price on Amazon. Yeah, definitely, same. Uh, saying that, we do, the, 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 we do buy books of the boys in Waterstones. They like to go in and choose books. Although, you know, the, the, so the, 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 the caring, giving, artistic daddy side of me is like, great, we're buying books for our boys. The, the grown-up responsible person with mortgages and all that kind of stuff is thinking, we could save the fortune if we bought it on Amazon! Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same as the green en energy thing because you know morally you should be going to the bookshop. <laughs> I'm not you. It comes, it comes down to the price. <laughs> not you as well. I don't know if you heard the other week some fellow phoned me up. I to did hear that. Yeah, have a go at me. Well, I hope you've changed to green energy. No, I've I've gone to <laughs> save two hundred and fifty quid a year. You muppet. Obviously. Anyway, Connor, what have you called in for? I'm calling in with a great guest recommendation. Beautiful. Catherine, well, I've asked people to, co to call in with their guest suggestions. Guest, get guest. Gestions, gestions, gestions. Perfect. Go on. Who have you got? Who's your gestion? Okay, so I'm not sure whether you'll like them, but they're definitely willing to come on. Yeah. My suggestion is the Chuckle Brothers. I'd love to have the Chuckle Brothers on. What? They would definitely do it. They what? would so do it. How do you? Well, hang on. How do you know they do it? Are, are you friends? Are you the the child of a Chuckle Brother? <laughs> I wish. And we've interacted on Twitter once or twice. Um, yeah, I'd be up for... I would be up for the... Catherine is frowning. I'd be up for the Chuckle <laughs> Brothers. I think that could be quite good... Um, I think that could be quite entertaining. I'm going to write this... I'm, I'm actually writing a list in the same way I wrote a list of people who own counties. Um, but this list will be acted upon. All right, yeah, I'll put the Chuck. Why would you... Because I wouldn't want to get them on and take the, um, take the mick out of them. No. Um, I think they've got decades and decades of experience in comedy, and it'll be interesting to see how it's changed over their lifetime. And also, it's an area of comedy that isn't normally talked about on this kind of Here's medium, the thing. I suppose. Do you know there are more than two Chuckle Brothers? There's like four of yes. them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there are. And do you remember when they started, It they wore giant dog costumes? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. I'm pretty young, though, so I only know the Chuckle Vision era. Really. Well, this was, this, was, this was kind of just immediately before the Chuckle Chuckle Vision, Chuckle Vision, Chuckle Chuckle Vision. They wore, it was a silent comedy, and they all wore giant dog costumes. And obviously, <laughs> they must have had a meeting and said, look, this is, this is great, but w w why don't we take the dog costumes off and ditch the other two? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that seems to happen. Catherine is um, suggesting that she's, she has tried them in the past, but we will try them again. That's a, that's a cracking suggestion, Connor. 
Cheers, Ian. Thank you, mate. No bother. Cheers, my dears. Um... Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It is a slipper special. There's a story in the paper about um, slippers. Um, it, it, it's in loads of the papers, and Sky were covering it. And I think this is brilliant. And I've said this for years. I have said this for years. Right. Um. To the point where, back again to the other place, Catherine one Christmas bought me a pair of slippers, and I would do the show in slippers, not because I was being wacky or crazy but because genuinely it felt more comfortable to do the show in slippers listen to this a primary school has become the first in britain to let pupils wear slippers in classes fantastic isn't it absolutely fantastic makes sense because you're wearing shoes. I got quite often, I, I haven't done it the last couple of shows. I don't know why. Um, fact, no, I'm going to do it now. I take, I take my shoes off when I'm doing the show. I, if I've not got slippers with me, which I haven't here, I do it in stockinged feet. Because, well, it, it just feels a bit more like home. And a bit more comfortable. And a little bit more relaxed. If you're wearing, I mean, I wear trainers. But if you're wearing trainers or smart school shoes, you can't really, you can't really think properly can you the idea oh here we go as teachers think relaxed children get better grades makes sense to me makes absolutely perfect sense to me the eye and is there anything more relaxing than a pair of slippers i'm I'm totally going to marx's tomorrow the idea was introduced after a university study found shoeless pupils are more likely to behave and achieve stronger results. Uh, And this is in all the papers, right? And I get it. I totally, totally get it. Doing a a, a breakfast show, which which, which was fun, but it was exhausting, right? And it's three hours, and it was quite hard work compared to this. Well, it's a different kind of hard work compared to this. Um, and you had to kind of pay attention and be focused and question people and, uh, and and get up at a horrible time of the morning. That was the worst thing, getting up at a horrible time in the morning. Um, uh, but wearing slippers just it suddenly felt more relaxed, more confident, more assured. Now teachers at Findon Primary in Derby are also wearing comfy footwear. Youngsters change... Is th- you know that there's that phenomenon, dun, 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 isn't there? Where um, and I understand why women do this. If women are wearing stilettos to work, I, I've, I've been led to believe that stilettos are not very comfortable. Right? So you'll often see um, uh, women going to and from work in the office wearing trainers that don't go with their um, the, the outfit they're wearing, the smart outfit. Knowing that when they get to work, the trainers go in the the locker and they put on a pair of stilettos. But now there's a phenomenon for men to do it. You see men in suits wearing trainers. And I'm assuming that when they get to work, they then put on their smart leather shoes. That's an odd thing to do. Anyway. Youngsters change into their slippers on arrival and only wear outdoor shoes at playtime. And when it's time to leave, head teacher Emma Titchener said, I was aware of the research previously and we thought we would trial it. 
So far, it seems to have made a big difference. Now, of course, we need exam grades, guys. We need SATs. I want to see what's going on with the SATs. At the moment, it isn't compulsory. But from September, it might become part of our uniform policy if the trial succeeds. But one dad said... (laughs) One dad said, I think this is a load of new age nonsense. What? Wearing slippers is new age nonsense. One dad's a knob. You see these teenagers going to Tesco in their pyjamas and this kind of policy just encourages that sort of slobbish behaviour. One dad needs a boot up his backside and a proper boot, not a slipper. I think it sounds brilliant. Right, so tonight... This is what we're doing. It's uh, Slipper Special. Call in with your slipper stories. 0344 499 And also um, your uh, list of potential guests. And I'm after last night's sporting special, I am open to any suggestion. Um, Craig, Richard, Gapford, stay there. I'll come to you in a bit. 0344 499 Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I tell you what, let's flag it up, because I meant to do it on uh, 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 Monday. Tomorrow, I meant to do it last Monday. Tomorrow, we'll have a new and newish callers only, please. New and newish callers only tomorrow. Tonight, anybody can call in. Yes, Richard! Hello. Hello, Richard. Um, yeah, I think you are um, keeping Marcus Mantis as a folk, because I just assumed that everyone else just stole their slippers from hotels, too. Oh, no, the thing is, um, the, the slippers you get in hotels, they're very cheap. They're very flimsy. And also, but I if like... If you steal enough of them, then like, they do fall apart for, like, two months. But if you go away a couple of times a year, you can get enough slippers to cover a year. But I like slippers. God, we do sound like um, BBC Coventry in Warwickshire. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I like slippers that, that, that... They're like a shoe shape. You know, they've got a back and everything. Not Because the ones you get in uh, hotels, okay. they're like kind yeah, of flip-flops. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at a pair of... Uh, that are actually purloined this weekend. Um... And, uh, are, know, they, are they white? They, they, they certainly, they are white. They're yeah. white with a sort of a teal. Um, what do you um, call those slippers where you just you just put your toes in and the rest of the foot is I, open um, to the elements? If, if a word is that specific, I, I, I don't know. Catherine's saying it's a mule, but I don't believe that because we all know a mule is someone who shoves 50 million pounds worth of cocaine up their backside and tries <laughs> to um, get out of Bangkok. <laughs> That's what I was doing this weekend. Uh, oh, blimey. But, well, good, uh, good luck. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I actually managed to get two pairs this weekend as well because my travel companion was on nearly a flight home than me, so I just got hers as well. So I'm sorted till like June. What are you now? What are you legally allowed to steal from a hotel? Slippers, <laughs> slippers. Isn't nailed down. No, now come on, now be sensible. Slippers, you're allowed to take. Dressing yeah. gowns. Some hotels have signs saying, um, "If you if you take the dressing gown, we will." Um, we will bill you. But who wants to wear a second-hand dressing gown? Because you quite often wear dressing gowns without pants. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. So, but, but they, yeah. What about... They get, they get washed. It's the same as a towel, I guess. I su- well, I suppose so. And also, the uh, hotels around the world, they do this thing. We are trying to save uh, the yeah. planet's oceans... 
So you have to if, put that sign on the door and say, you know what, I don't give an F about the environment. Well, no, the one, I the want one, new towel. The, well, the one that I, the, I've not seen the sign on the door, the one I've seen is, if you want to use this towel again, please, and save the planet, please leave it hanging up. If you want the towel to be cleaned in a fresh towel, and by default, you to <laughs> kill um, the planet, leave chuck the, it on the floor. Chuck it on the floor. Well, I'm, I, I'm, in, I'm in a hotel. I'm chucking the towel on the floor. Well, of course I, I am. feel like a rebellious act as well. Yeah, t- I do feel a little bit naughty, but I'm thinking, I'm in a hotel, I'm paying you like 150 quid a night, I'm one of yeah. flipping the clean, I don't want a damp towel when I have a bath tonight. Uh, yeah, this conversation is so dull, by the way, I've got a, a guest suggestion for you. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> if, the, if the callers are bailing out saying that the uh, the conversation is dull, boy oh boy, we've got problems. Go on, who have you got? Um, a guy called John Higgs. Who, who Higgs? Uh, John Higgs. Who Higgs? John yes, Higgs. who who is Higgs? Oh, right. Um, he's an author. Um, he's written a couple of books. Um, they're kind of a bit odd. Um, one of them is a, the, the two I've read in here. One of them is a biography of the KLF. Um, but it's not really a sort of traditional music biography because it kind of explores Dadaism and Discordianism oh. just using KLF as kind of a vehicle for the, to carry it. Yes. Um, and the other one is called uh, Stranger Than We Realise, I think, which is, is is a sort of series of essays on the 20th century. Oh. Um, just sort of exploring See that, kind of that, loads that, of aspects of the 20th century. Well, like, what about the 20th century? Because some of the 20th century, let's be honest, was dull. Yeah, it's not, it kind of like, again, like the KLF one isn't like a traditional music biography. There's not really like a traditional history book. There's like... Like an essay on modernism and things like that. I am slightly. I, 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 I'm well at the moment. My current fascination is a gentleman called Stephen Bannon, who is the new president of the United States of America. I'm so fascinated by him. I've changed my um, Twitter handle to Stephen Bannon. It's funny. You look at pictures of Trump, and everywhere it's like Spot Bannon. There he is. There he is. He's in charge. He's in charge. Um, and I'm, yeah. I'm fascinated by him. But um, I'm also vaguely fascinated by the KLF because I just read uh, uh, that there's a there's a film or something coming out about them. Um, well, yeah, they, they, because they promised to sort of not discuss anything they've done for 23 years, and that's sort of, that's about to come to an end. Oh. And someone put out a film just before Christmas that sort of purported to be from them. Um, and then they put a poster up in Shoreditch that basically denying it was them, but... I, I like them. I like the KLF, but they're a little bit... They, I, I sometimes... I get the feeling that maybe they try a little bit too hard to turn their uh, life into performance art. I think it's all very tongue-in-cheek, though. I think they're very aware of, sort of, you know, the end of their own ass bit. Yeah. Um... Like, but well, also, when you say they've made made a bit too much effort, they did burn a million quid, which is a well, strong statement of intent. Well, did they burn a million quid? Apparently so. Well, they no, they <laughs> said they burnt a million quid. There's a video of them burning it, and you checked every single note, did you? <laughs> no, but, uh, no, because apparently the villagers on the island were running around for days afterwards collecting fifty quid notes. Yeah, but <laughs> but we well, who told you that? Well, I've read it in that book, actually. But, yeah, um, yes, I, exactly. I, and I wonder where he would have got that from. Oh, not the KLF. Um, I suppose. It, it's, you, but, you know. I think you'd actually really enjoy the book. It, oh, I think it, I it, would. It's not even 100% focused on the KLF. Oh, I think I would. I think, and I'll, I'll certainly look into seeing if I can blag a copy of it. Um, but the KLF, <laughs> uh, we've got no, we, we, we don't know. If, I don't believe they burnt that million quid. I just don't believe it. I don't know, because they, they also deleted their back catalogue then, so that they couldn't make any more money from the music. Well, 
That doesn't mean they burnt a million quid. Well, I don't know. It all ties in. It's a pretty neat story. That all <laughs> you're ties a, Richard, you're well. a very trusting young man. Very trusting young man. I don't think they burnt a million pounds. I think it's... Um, yes, this is Ian Lee from Bit on the Side, Jason. You're welcome on, on Periscope. Um... Uh, I'm suspicious of the KLF. I, uh, what, what, they did the song with Tammy Wynette. They did the song with Gary Glitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, and I like the idea of them. I don't think they burnt a million quid. Do, do you think that the, they burnt a million quid, Craig? I do, actually, yeah. What makes you think that? Where's the evidence? Just because the, you know, the, the way they were talking about it and everything. It would have been well stupid if they hadn't done it. <laughs> well... You'd have been well stupid if you'd have believed it. The well, thing they did, though, was with the machine guns on the crowd, on it, in one of their co- concerts. Remember that? What, they machine gunned the crowd? Yeah, they got um, fake machine guns and oh. turned them on the crowd. Oh. I think it was a charity do or something. Oh, gosh. Oh, right. Like uh, Sid Vicious did in his uh, videos, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, Sid Vicious was, um, in inverted commas, acting. That's I got two pairs of mule slippers, if you call them mule slippers. Is those the ones with just like a sort of hoop that go over the toes? Well, yeah, it's like an encased front end. They're, yeah. they're, 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 I would, you know, and I know where everything is supposed to be gender neutral and stuff, but I would call those um, uh, women's slippers. Well, mine have got Homer Simpson on them, and I have them at the top and bottom of my stairs because I don't like going downstairs in slippers. Oh, a bit of a Trump thing going on here. Why, why not? Because they're obviously slippy. No, they're not though. The slippers mean the 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 name slippers means you just slip them on. Well, that's the reason. Like I've actually that's why I've got the two pairs. One's at the top, one's at the bottom. But the slippers. Can we? Sorry, I'm being a real pain tonight. Can we see if this aircon is on? Because it's half hot in here. Flipping it. Um, but the slippers aren't slippery. Wow. You just this the way I climb stairs. What is going on with you people? Hey, Ian, I've called you. Yes. This is my 47th call to the show. Um, is it? Wow. Yeah. But I've spoken to you on the phone 49 times. Wow, this is... Well, how come you've spoken 49 times if this is 47? Because I was a cheeky chappy that phoned up the rabbit hole and did the joke about (laughs) Carrie Glitter and all that. Oh, well, these... these Cheeky, very cheeky and... Cheeky Cheeky chappy, indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's hot isn't in, in here, isn't it, Catherine? Uh, oh, it's not as cold as it should be. No, no. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Gatford, come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. <laughs> um, people are suggesting Tom Baker. Tom Baker has refused. Um, Adam West, the Batman, has ignored. Um, <laughs> a lot of people have said no. Saying that, though, we've had some, um, some pretty good, good strikes with the people that we've got on. John Sebastian from the Loving Spoonful guys, um, the Bare Naked Ladies, um, Mike Love of the Beach Boys. Come on, we've had some, we've had some big hitters. 0344 499 1000. It's a slipper special. We're celebrating the magic of slippers. Um, and also looking for your guest suggestions. So far, we've got the Chuckle Brothers and John Higgs, who wrote a book about the KLF, which I will look into. Because you know, you know me, I like a good um, rock book. I've just started at last, and we, we, we came close to getting this guy for a guest, and then it didn't happen. Robbie Robertson. 
from the band. I'm enjoying that. We got, got some reviews that said it was a little bit dry. I'm quite enjoying it. I'm quite enjoying it. It's, um, it's quite a good read. Um, Gatford! Yes. Yes? Oh. No, it's you. We don't have a mobile phone signal here, Gatford. We have a, we have a landline, so it must be you. No, but no, that's different. I've got an apology to you about something else. We can't hear you, mate. Any better? No, it's not better. I'll, I'll get up. Yeah, OK, well... <laughs> Deary me. Oh, man alive. Um, so, yes, your guest suggestions... Please. And anything. And, and now, after having a whole um, evening of sports yesterday, I'm prepared to talk to anybody. Let's let's try again. Yes, Gatford. Hi. Right, Any right, better? Right. OK. Yeah. So yeah. where are you now compared to where you were 30 seconds ago? I'm now at the end of the bed compared to in downstairs. Right. OK. So the lesson to be learned is... Don't ring you when I'm downstairs. Thank you very much indeed, Gatford. Well, great okay. to talk to you. What have you got for us? Well, I have two things. Number one, I have an apology for you this evening. I I went back on something. I, I did something that you had advised, and I poo-pooed. I got a jacket potato earlier this evening, opened the fridge, found that I didn't have enough margarine for both the jacket potato and tomorrow morning's toast, and I put mayonnaise on it, and it was nice. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Well, instead, yeah. of, so, instead of margarine. Yeah, so I'd like to apologise. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were right. Yeah. Now, did you? No, you put the margarine. Sorry, you put the the mayonnaise on the potato. On, on the jacket potato. It's with a bit of cheese on top. Well, it's well. That, hang on. Well, hang on a minute. No, no, no. That's a well-known well, jacket potato filling. Anyway, that's nothing groundbreaking. Yeah, but I, I kind of had a go at you because you said that. Before. Here's what you need to do tomorrow. You you feeling brave? <laughs> you feeling brave? If you're going downstairs, <laughs> get back. Get, stop moving. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> um, he, if he's feeling brave, tomorrow, when you do your toast, put the mayo on that instead of the margarine. That's what I'm talking about. Crawford. Hi, how you doing, Ian? I'm doing very well, Crawford. What have you got for us? Uh, two suggestions for a guest. Yes, sir. And I'm very quick to the story about the slipper. I'll tell you about the slipper first. Yes. My, uh, my career at school got off a bad start. It was in primary one. I received the slipper for putting salt in somebody's pudding. You got the slipper for sp- for salting a pudding? Yeah. I was in primary one and I thought it was a bit of a laugh. So I put salt in this guy called John Burns' pudding. Hey. And I was... I got the slipper um, uh, when I was in the fourth year of middle school, so I would have been... No, Gatford's been on. He's not having a double bubble. Hang on. Just stay there one second, Crawford. You're not having a double bubble, Gatford. No, but I... Um, um, so I would have been about ten, right? Ten or eleven. I got a slipper, and it was devastating. I was mortified, right? I was the only one that got it, because a load of kids were fighting. I was the only one that got it. But then years later, it turned out that teacher was a paedophile. And I felt that I was vindicated. I felt that I was vindicated. I don't quite know why, because the two don't equate, but I felt like I was vindicated. 
If, your te- if one of your teachers turned out to be a paedophile, give us a call now. 0344 499 uh, God, what else you got for us, Crawford? Because it's not the best line. Okay, uh, just two guests. I was either going to ask for Peter McCauley. Yep. Or Charlene Spiteri. Charlotte Spiteri? Yeah. Well, Charlene Spiteri from, um, Texas. Texas? Yeah. Why would you like her? I think she's a fantastic vocalist. She's got a good sense of humour and she's just a good all-round person. And I put forward Peter Capaldi because my son is a massive Doctor Who fan. Do you know what, Crawford? I, thank you for... I'm going to let you go because it's a terrible line, but um, I, I doubt we'd get Capaldi. But actually, I could talk to both of those people. I could talk to both of those people. I bet Charlene's... Bete- we, obviously, um, uh, mustn't mention that we've had Stephen Murdoch on the show because that would get um, orcs and possibly illegals. Um, but I bet she's a... Um, I quite, I do, I'm not, not a massive Texas fan, but I do like Charlene Spiteri, and I think she's... Um, very funny. Lily Allen is still following me on Twitter and not responding to my DMs. <laughs> Saw um, Julie Hartley Brill was giving her a tough old time today on Twitter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if she was on the show. I wasn't listening. And I had to, um, I could only see that Julia was giving Lily uh, a tough time by logging into my other Twitter account because she's blocked me on Twitter. You know, she's a grown woman. Um, whenever I do Sky, which I'm doing this Sunday, I always say, um, who am I on with? Um, because I, I can't go on with Julia Hartley Brewer. Because I can't sit in a green room with someone who's blocked me. Not for three hours. It'd be awkward, wouldn't it? Um, but yes, uh, um, so far we have the Chuckle Brothers, John Higgs, who wrote a book about the KLF, Peter Capaldi, Capaldi and Charlene Spiteri. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call with your guest suggestions. Um, and they can be, you know, I doubt we'll get Capaldi, but particularly as he's, he's just announced, hasn't he, that he's, um, he's going to stop being, uh, the Doctor Who. And I'll be honest, I, well, I got bored of Doctor Who when, um, Tennant left and that boy took over. Uh, the Matt Matt Smith Matt Smith partly because he used to go to to he was mean to a friend of mine um they went to school together um and partly because I thought he was too young to be Doctor Who I thought he was too young um and then I thought when Capaldi came in I thought oh I'll have some of this um but I never got round to it and then I watched a couple and it was a little bit um I thought it was a little bit rubbish Peter Capaldi has announced he is stepping down from Doctor Who after three series starring in the hit sci-fi drama. Only last month, the 58-year-old said he wanted to stay in the role for a long time. Liar. Liar. But broke the shock news of his departure last night. Here's how I found out that Capaldi was not going to be the Doctor anymore. I stopped off at the petrol station on the way home last night. And you know, um, the petrol stations, some petrol stations, they have like a TV screen and it will say, uh, world news, politics, showbiz. And they'll have like a head, like literally four words. And uh, it was, it was put up there that Capaldi was leaving. I thought, well, that's hardly, um, it's hardly groundbreaking news, but still, I'm going to talk about it for 10 minutes. So there's got to be something in it. The Scottish actor confirmed he will appear in the 10th series, which begins on Easter Saturday, 
and then his final foray as the Time Lord will be in the Christmas special. He told Joe Wiley on Radio 2, I'm the Doctor. I'm the Doctor. That's not, I'm Scottish. I'm the Doctor. Uh, that he was bowing out, saying playing the role had been cosmic. Oh, that's a space word, isn't it? Cosmic. It's a space word. He's doing a space thing. One, one of the, one of the greatest privileges of being Doctor Who is to see the world at its best. That's not bad. He said, "I won't continue doing the voice because it might confuse elderly listeners." From our brilliant crew, boring, and creative team, boring, working for the best broadcaster on the planet, boring, to the viewers and fans, boring! I can't thank everyone enough. Such is the popularity of the BBC show that within minutes of the news breaking, more than 100,000 fans had commented on social media. That doesn't mean anything! It doesn't mean anything. And they've immediately begun speculating about who the 13th actor to be cast in the role will be. Um, oh, dear. Well, there's all I don't I don't like. Um, I don't like this. And this is not me being. Uh, of, well, OK. I don't like the suggestions it should be a black man, an Indian man, or a woman. It's not... It's just not. And it's not me being ist. It's just not. It shouldn't It, it shouldn't be any of those things. Doctor Who is a white man. Arthur! Good evening, Ian. How the devil are you? Um, I'm I'm very well, Arthur. Oh, magnificent! How are I'm, you? I'm amazing. It's good to talk to you again. Yeah, good to talk to you too. I oh, know I'm a first-time caller. Okay, sorry. Right, I didn't. Re- I thought I recognised your voice. Yes. No, no, you forgot I'm a first-time caller. So did you? Um, all it is like something that's really been bothering me. Yes. Um, people when they say they can't get sleep, yeah, and then they get up out of bed. What? Can't get to sleep. Stay in bed. Cuddle the pillow. Close your eyes. And what? You know, if you can't go to sleep, that's the next best thing to sleep. Cuddle? What? Cuddling a pillow? Yeah. Cuddle the pillow. Close your eyes. And if you're not asleep, pretend you're asleep. <laughs> get up. Well, if you get up, you're certainly not going to fall asleep, are you? No. But it's no, like no, no. sometimes... I've had enough of it. I've had enough of it. I've had enough of these people oh. saying they can't sleep, oh. and then they get up. But sometimes it's like, um... You know sometimes when you're trying Jacob's to park... Ladder. Is it like Jacob's ladder? No. You know sometimes oh. when you're trying to park your car, right, and it's quite a tight spot, and you reverse in, and you spend a few minutes, you go, no, 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 let me try again. And so you pull out completely, and you drive forward a bit, and then you start again. So you take a second run-up. It could be argued that the people that, that that can't sleep and then get up for a little bit, they're just taking a second run-up at it. That's rubbish. Oh? That's absolute rubbish. Gosh. I've never heard anything like that in my life. You stay in bed, you close your eyes, you hug the pillow, and up. Gosh. Um, well, and how, where do you hug the pillow? Do you ever put the pillow between your knees? 
Oh yeah, because because I've got so many needs. Yeah, and uh, it's quite painful. You've got to you've got to have a preventative measure. Yeah. Well, Gartha, listen. That's a really strong first call. I look forward to your second. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. Can we put that as a SoundCloud, please? Um, oh, yeah, we finished that, so Doctor. I, do, I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to, to things like Doctor Who, and it should be, um, as, as boring as it may sound, it should be a white bloke. Hey, do the old, because I keep thinking, right, I can't be bothered with the new Doctor Who, but I wouldn't mind going back and having a look at some of the old Doctor Whos, probably some of the John Pertwees and Tom Bakers, maybe a little bit of the Patrick Troutons. Um, but I am concerned that if I go back and watch a bit of the Patrick Troutons or the John Pertwees or the Tom Bakers, that, um, well, I know they're going to be rubbish, you know, and they're, they're going to look rubbish. I can see beyond the pony special effects, okay? I can see beyond that. That's not a problem. But do, do the, does the storytelling stand the test of time? That's that's what I'd like to know. Um, and I'd like to know it before I watch it. Basically, I'd like to know before... i tell you what does stand the test of time. So I've got an Xbox One, right? And it's, you know, bells and whistles and all this super... Do you know what I've been playing the last few days? Doom. But classic Doom. Not the new Doom. Classic Doom. £3.40 or something to download... And it gives me a little bit of a um, um, headache watching it. It makes me a little bit seasick. But I've been playing Doom. I've been having a great time playing Doom. In fact, after the show tonight, I'm going to go home. I'm going to play Doom online. Add me. Audio Candle 7001. They generated the name themselves. I didn't generate that name. Audio Candle 7001. What we'll do is we'll meet up. It'll be about two o'clock. We'll meet up online and um we'll have a, a game of classic classic doom it looks rubbish right but flipping heck it enough good you just run around shooting each other and it's 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 a little bit a little bit of harmless fun i wasn't there what was the game that they wanted to ban it wasn't doom was it oh wasn't it mortal kombat wasn't there a, 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 an option in a really early Mortal Kombat that was supposed to be so hideous, so gruesome, you could pull people's hearts out and stuff? But this was on like, but this was on a Nintendo, so you would have struggled to have seen it was a heart that you pulled out of someone's chest. Wasn't it that? Was it Mortal Kombat? Um, and there was a Fuori in all the papers. This is the sickest game. You can pull someone's beating heart out of their chest. Um, and it, you know, obviously, it looked a little bit, um, a little bit rubbish. Ban this sick filth, down with this type of thing, um, finish him. But um, it got banned anyway. Yeah, so I'll be doing that at two o'clock in the morning if you fancy a game of uh, Doom, guys. Doom Classic on the Xbox. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ian, you need to qualify what you said about Doctor Who, or you're going to get in loads of trouble. What, what did I say? Call in, because I don't know what, what I said. 
Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, we're celebrating the magic of slippers. We're talking about the potential of guests, and for some reason, some people are upset about what I said about Doctor Who. What? Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Why is this not playing? Hang on, guys. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. It's just not going our way this evening, is it? Let me try this. This should do it. And play. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home Studio. Yeah, with a dead leg. Um, what happened there? I've been sitting on it. Is there a drug you can take? Oh, you can take drugs that make you do all kinds of things, that make you see music and hear colours and make you feel ecstatic. I, I would take a drug that um, gave you uh, a dead leg and that when you stood on it, it was, re- you, you, it was really hard to walk and maybe sometimes <laughs> you fell over and it hurt. I would take that drug. Is, yeah. there, is there a drug, guys? Is there one of these design... Can someone design a designer well, drug? Alternative, you just sit on your foot for a bit. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's easy. It's easy peasy. There used to be a thing, and I could never get it to work, where you would hold your hand... You'd sit on your hand <laughs> for ten minutes mm. so that it would go numb, so that if you were to touch yourself, it would... Um, it would, f- you would, th- it would feel like somebody else. 
Well, no, but at the same time... Um, well, it's, it's the same thing like you can't tickle yourself. Exactly. Flipping heck. I once um, had yeah. a small incident at home whereby I'd been sitting on the sofa yes. doing the podcast. You had a small incident? Yeah. you sure you want to tell this story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't wear anything. Okay. I was sitting on the sofa and I tend to sit with my one foot underneath like, like that. Great story. Right, okay. No, no. How guess... do you sit on the sofa? <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. And also, what's your favourite biscuit to dunk and your best sandwich filling? <laughs> it's the chat club. Chat club. Um, no, so... Oh, Coventry and Warwickshire really are getting a kicking today, aren't they? <laughs> With their tepid output. Anyway, yes, continue, Avu. So I uh, gave myself a bit of a dead leg. I... Didn't realise this until the, the door went and I jumped up to yes. run to the door and yes. found myself face down on the carpet. Beautiful. And I felt, I felt powerless, but at the same time thrilled. One of my favourite, favourite things, um, and you know this because you've seen this in action, is for someone to punch me in the arm and give me a dead arm. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it invigorates me. You can't me. punch him hard enough, really. No, I, I, honestly, it invigorates me. And you've got to get the right spot. Because otherwise, I love it. Oh, I love it. Mm, unfortunately, I, I can't reciprocate because I bruise like a peach. Yes. Yep. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We were on Periscope for the first time in ages, which may explain why we have a very low Periscope audience. Oh, or maybe people have just, you know, got bored of the show. That's a distinct possibility. We're talking about the magic of slippers. We're also compiling uh, a list of uh, potential guests. Here's what we have so far. The Chuckle Brothers. Chuckle Mail has been sent. Lovely. John Higgs, who wrote a book about the KLF. Peter Capaldi. Charlene Spiteri. And someone uh, on Periscope excellently suggested the marvellous Michelle Phillips, the only surviving member of the Mamas and, indeed, the Papas. I've started the tracking process. What a messy story. The she, Mamas and the Papas. She has been married five times. Good for her. She's a beautiful woman. Once to Dennis Hopper for like seven days. She was married to John Phillips, the s- main songwriter for the Mamas Papas, but then she had an affair with Denny Doherty, the main singer, main male singer from the Mamas and the Papas. Uh, and then she, of course, got booted out of the Mamas and the Papas and was replaced by somebody else, another lady. Hey, let's track down the lady. She may be dead. Let's track down... I, I can't remember her name. I think she's on an album cover, actually. Um, the lady that replaced Michelle Phillips in The Mamas and, indeed, The Papas. Oh, someone's asking what happened to the Travellers woman um, from the hit TV series Travellers. She stopped replying to my email. She was all up for it, and then she stopped replying to my emails, which is um, was very disappointing. Jill Gibson. Is she alive? Is she dead? I'm looking her up. There we go, you see. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. So you can call in and suggest um, your guests. Alive. Let's get Jill Gibson on. 74. Hey, fantastic. Let's get Jill Gibson on. Um, Let's book Michelle Phillips and then drop her at the last (laughs) minute and get Jill Gibson on instead. I don't think we've got much of a chance of getting Michelle Phillips. She seems to be rather reclusive. Yeah, she's still stunningly beautiful still to this very, very day. To this very day, one of the most... Okay, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Because this show is a little bit... It's a a snowflake um, haven. Let's let's get our um, pudenda out. What? And our wangers. No. And let's let's lust. Let's 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 get carnal for a bit, shall we? Let's do the top five hottest women in pop and the top five hunkiest guys. <laughs> Why is that funny? 
honkiest guys. Well, what guys? I've written, oh, hang on, guys. Dreamboats. Dreamboat. There you go. Dreamboats and petticoats. <laughs> I went and saw that. Dreamboats, Did you? It yeah. Sounds awful. Oh, it was all right. It was well, my mum was there. And it's, it's it's just one of those. Is what they call a jukebox musical, where yeah. they've got a load of songs and they've loosely put um, uh, a story around. Actually, it was quite good. And there was an old boy in it who who had like two hits in the sixties. And he was having the time of his life. He was having the time of his life. Then at the end, he came out and sang the hit, you know, and it was... Um, I can't think what it was called. Um, it was... It was. Uh, do you know what? No, actually. No, it was good. It was good, Dreamboats and Petticoats. I'd, I would happily... Uh, Watch it again? Yeah, I would, actually. Because yeah. it's just good It's just good old-fashioned rock and roll. What's wrong with that? <laughs> what is wrong with that? It's a bit of fun, you know. It's a little bit of fun, a little bit of light fun. All right, I'll see if I can get you some tickets. Okay, so in the Dreamboats, we're going to put... At number, I don't want to go straight in with number no, one, with Michelle Phillips, but no, she's petticoats. Dream, yeah, dreamboats is men. Oh yeah, I, oh, oh, yeah petticoats. I put her in the wrong section, for heaven's sake. Do I, do I, I'm going to put her at number one. We're going to be hard pushed to find a sexier petticoat than Michelle Phillips, aren't well, we? Well, hang on a minute. You, the other day you were going on about Jennifer Lopez being the most <laughs> wonderful, beautiful creature in the world. <laughs> Jennifer, nice to, nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Oh, Jennifer, just sorry, just behind you. You just dropped a pound on the floor. Everyday sexism. Yeah, exactly, and which means it's all right. Mm. Um, no, I don't think Jennifer Lopez makes the top five petticoats. Wow. Yeah. Oh, dear. She will be upset. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Um, your top five dreamboats and your top five petticoats. <laughs> <laughs> Katia! Hello. Hello, Zutalon. Ah, my oui, j'ai deux ans. Où est le, où est le maman? Katia! Oui. English. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, James Burke. Burke. James. B u r k k e. Burke. James Burke. Yes. <laughs> who is who is he? Oh no, you know who is he? Who is he? Who, who he is? I don't know who he is. Yes, he's a he's a historian. Um, uh, you probably saw him on the BBC. He's a futurologist, and in the seventies, he predicted everything that's happening uh, now with technology. He predicted everything that's happening now. Yes, yes, yes. The the, the, uh, the computers and the internet and everything, and he's still alive. Yeah, he's eighty I mean, years old. They, uh, I think seventy something. No, he's eighty. I'm looking he at him is? on Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Right. I, I heard him on a, on a podcast recently. And, uh, can we talk to him? He's just, he's, 
my God, he said something so incredible. Yeah. He thinks that in, um, I think, 40 or 50 years' time... When it, when it'll be dead, so we can't yeah, prove it. Well, Clever. I'm going to make predictions for 100 years' time. <laughs> we will be able to do anything out of nothing. Yeah, I know. What? I well, know. Yeah, well, no, I think maybe you're, you're, you think you've yeah. said something profound when you haven't. You've said no, you've just said words. He, he thinks in 40 years' time we'll be able to do anything out of nothing. It yeah. doesn't even mean anything. No, we will have nanofactories and you can, like, pluck atoms out of the air or something. Yes. And you just, uh, whatever you need, well, it's, it's there for you. So, so we need to talk to that man. Get James Burke on. She's piqued my interest, seriously. Okay, I'm just writing to um, Jill Gibson. Okay, fine. We'll get. Sorry? What? Who would you put in your top five dream boats and your top five petticoats, Katia? Our dream boat, um, uh, Mille Petrozza. What? Oh, Is he no. the guy from. Um, more than words. <laughs> no, that's Nuno Betancourt. Oh, I thought yeah. he was a hot, <laughs> let's hot tamale. On, let's put him in at number three of the dream boats. Nuno Betancourt. <laughs> More than words. All you have to give to show oh. that you're, then you yeah. would not let me know that you love me because I had already More than words. Yeah. It's easier with a guitar. Well, that's, that's Gary. You're singing Gary Chironi's part, aren't you? I don't know whose part he's singing, but I'm they singing need it back the... quickly. I'd what? like to get my hands on Nino Bettencourt's part. <laughs> well, he's number three the be- out of the best-looking male performers of all time so far. Really? Well, he's the only one we've got, Katia. Oh, I thought he was dreamy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 actually, I'm with you on that. Saying I love you is not the words. Hang on, I remember it, hang on, okay. No. Saying I love you, not the words you want to hear. Hang on a minute, let me get the tune up. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Oh, man, I suggest you have a look at the words as well. No, 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 I don't, I know, I remember the words. I remember Uh, learning this and playing it at a party. Um, here we go, here we go. You ready, Katia? Yeah, okay. You know what? Oh, there's, an adver- there's an advert. Skip the advert. Skip the advert. I don't want to watch something called Sneaky Pete. It looks rubbish. Right. 1991. Oh. Four minutes and nine seconds. Get ready, ladies. And it's that slapping thing. It's all... Slap the guitar when you're playing. Flat hands. Saying I love you is not the words I want to hear from you. It's not that I want you not to say, but only, only knew how easy it would be to show me how you Then you wouldn't have to say 
that you love me Cause I'd already know What would you do If my heart was torn into More than words to show you feel That your love for me is real What would you say If I took those words away Then you couldn't make it It goes a little bit They've got the They're in the wrong key there <laughs> They're in the wrong key. They're, they've got that. I know <laughs> that. I know that in G, and I think that might have been an F sharp, actually. Yeah, so. Definitely. Oh, I was um, there imagining you in black and white. Oh. I'm going to get rid of her because I think she was um, starting to get sexy with me. <laughs> That's what it sounded like, didn't it? Well, then. Oh, I was good that, wasn't it? Maybe I'll start the show with that. Oh, um, so everyone's telling me that you know, um, you know, Lucas Graham. My favourite. <laughs> oh no, I hate that song. No, no, no. He's got he's got another one about a funeral. Should we have a little listen to it? Um, Lucas Graham funeral. Lucas. What's his name? Lucas. Not Lucas. My name is Lucas Graham. This is my song. It's my new song. It's called Funeral. I hope you like it. This is great, great song. It's my new song. It's called Funeral by me, Lucas Graham. <laughs> it's about a funeral. My daddy's funeral. Oh no. I don't know what it's about. But... I think it is. These millennials need to cheer up. Oh, it's about his funeral. Listen to these lyrics. I can see them. Here we go. Oh, the lyrics are brilliant. You're going to love this. You're going to love it. When it's my time, I know you'll tailor a new suit for me and buy a new tie. So I look this good boy you were right you said only the good ones die young it's about himself in my life did i look it's, a, it's the catchy chorus guys about his funeral welcome to my funeral He knows nothing. Everyone, welcome to my funeral. Everyone I know better be wasted. <laughs> but yeah, so then they drive off after the funeral, wasted, and they all die in car crashes. <laughs> um, it's a slipper special. It's a Lucas Graham special. Every night is a Lucas Graham special, as far as I'm it's concerned. Certainly special. Funeral songs, songs about funerals, and you get bonus points if it's about the singer's funeral. The the Crash Test Dummies did a good song about a funeral. Called funeral, did they? Yeah, I just remember. Well, all their songs are a bit like that. Mm-hmm. No, they did a good. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Of course, top five dream coats and uh, petticoats. We have, so far, we have Nino Bettencourt, Nuno, Nino, no, no, Nino, and Nuno. Michelle Phillips. Um, <laughs> is, is there anybody more attractive, male or female, in the genre of pop or rock and roll? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 
We are on Periscope for the first time in quite a long time. Normal Periscope, not 360, just a, it's just a, my phone stuck up on a, a tripod. If you want to watch the show, uh, you can see me, the man, and the woman. Uh, she, she, the woman, me, the man. Uh, <laughs> www.periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, I-A-I-N. LWE, you can call in at any point. And, and by the way, we're talking about these things. We're, we're doing the top five dream boats and petticoats, and um, we're talking about slippers and Doctor Who and guest suggestions. You can, of course, call in about anything. And although I do have a ban on Trump, I, I am fascinated by this Stephen Bannon character, who everyone is calling pref- uh, President Bannon. And my interest has been piqued after listening to the excellent... John Ronson, the elephant in the room. John Ronson, is, we're big fans of John Ronson here, and everything I, he, he does, I think, is wonderful. Um, but I put off getting that book. It was, it was like a smaller book, and it was only... it was I like physical books. And then at the weekend, I kind of relented, and I, I tried to download it, and I ended up downloading the audiobook, so it's him reading it, and it was brilliant. I listened to it as we were driving into the rabbit hole and listened to it on the way home. And he talks a little bit, not massively, but a little bit about Stephen Bannon. And I'd seen this name popping up in uh, in Twitter feeds and Facebook feeds and people calling him President Bannon. And I'd seen some pictures of him. And um, I don't really know much about him. I know he was the head of Breitbart. He was certainly in control of Breitbart, which is... Which, he was running it, wasn't he? Yeah, which is where Raheem Kassam is yes. that is that right yeah. which is kind of seen as a, a, a right-wing thing and we we read the story last week or the week before they're, they're accusing madonna of threatening to blow, blow up the white house and then we had the whole quote and we saw that that wasn't actually what she'd said um or that if you you, you if you'd read you know around it it was a slightly different um context um i've not really looked into breitbart but i know they're they are linked obviously if raheem kassam is involved they are linked with ukip because he was, for a brief period, was running for the leadership of UKIP. Um, but, and this Stephen Bannon, I, I, I don't, I, well, I don't know. I, I've read that he has connections. I, I've read that he is, he is, he is in somehow involved with some things that have got online that are very, very racist. Now, whether he's written them or whether he said them or whether in his role as editor he allowed them to be published, I don't really know. Um, so I'm being, I'm choosing my words very carefully, but I'm fascinated by him. And if you ever see a picture now of Trump, Bannon's there in the background somewhere. He's there. The White House photographer, someone noticed the other day, always seems to line him up at the far right of a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and he's, um, he just seems to be omnipresent he's been given a really good job as the head of uh, is the head of homeland security or something he's been given a, I'm, I, you can tell i don't really know what i'm talking about um but i'm i'm fascinated by this stephen bannon character um who a lot of people are saying is a massive right-wing racist and he is calling the shots now i don't know if that's the case or not but wait a minute we've got steve calling in it's not stephen bannon is it no it's not stephen bannon are we still doing hip 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 uh, yeah why the hell not Oh, hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. This is a Steve, but it's not Stephen Bannon. No, it's Steve Hen. Hey, Steve. You all right? I'm all right, thank you. I'm a little bit windy, Pops, but I'm all right. That's right. You made me... You know what you did to me earlier. I'll tell you this now. Uh-oh. I, you, I was drinking my wine, and you were talking about this father, and then you just called him a knob. Who, who did and I just call... Just as I, I was... I don't know who it was. I was just listening. Yes. 
and you put half, and I laughed oh. with all those things, and it was just wrong. I do apologise. I don't, I don't. I think you must have misheard, Steve. It's very, no, very no. unlikely. I would call anybody. Well, that's it. You, a knob. You, no words ever. No, I would never call that, anyone that, that the, the contributor to the show. Not in the slightest. Well, I'm sorry. If you send, if you send um, Talk Radio an invoice, we will send you a brand new bottle of wine. Address it's 499. it. Yeah, address it to Paul.ross. Paul.ross at talkradio.co.uk and that will get sorted out. Sharpish. What you got for us, Steve? Uh, well, um, nothing really. Oh. Um, a, a guest, I thought. Oh, and I agree with you totally about Doctor Who. That was another thing, yeah. Uh, he should be a white bloke. Yeah, because he was a Time Lord that, and that's what he was born. He was born. Yeah, right? and I do. And I do. You know, I, I think that's the thing that offended somebody on, 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 on Periscope, that, well, yeah, but they regenerate and it's fiction and it can be... Well, no, Doctor yeah, is a white yeah. bloke. And the same thing, and this this always gets me a lot of flack, because it, it, his colour isn't specified in the Ian Fleming no. novels, but James Bond should be a white bloke. But that's at the age, I mean, when it was written... Then it would have been a white bloke. White and it was as oh, Idris yeah. Elba should be, um, A, I don't, I'm not a fan of Idris nah, Elba. Agree totally. Oh. Got, now, are, are we, is this turning into a clan meeting? I uh, don't know. Sometimes I agree with you a lot, a lot, a lot, and then, and then other times I, I don't. I, I don't think Idris Elba is that good no. an actor. He's always playing Idris Elba. Yeah, I think so. I think people have to like him. Because, um, I really like Luther. That was the first time I saw him. I uh, see. I didn't like Willie. I stopped watching it. Oh really? Yeah. I liked the yeah. fact. I that liked he was... him in the American Office. Hello, uh, cat. Hello. I haven't <laughs> seen him doing the American accent. I've heard he was very good in The Wire. Uh, but mm, didn't I didn't like, like The Wire. I, I got. <laughs> I got. See, hang on, Steve. Are, we, are you? Is this what, what my boys do? And they just repeat everything I say. I watched three no, episodes. I don't repeat everything you say. I, I watched three episodes of The Wire. Remember, I downloaded them to my um, PSP, my PlayStation Portable. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't a understand what they were saying, or b mm. fathom out what was going on. And C I just thought it was boring. It was slow. It wasn't uh, boring. Everyone says, "Oh, you got, you got, got to stick with it." And I, I think I stuck with it for five episodes actually, and it was utter, utter tosh. Yeah, I do three. If I don't like it by three, it's off. Oh, now, now I do one. If it's not, oh, really? if it's not, yeah. yeah if, oh, I've, I've not got time. Ta- ta- the clock is ticking, Steve. If it's not got me by one. The only exception Clock. to that... <laughs> okay. I wonder what that noise was. Yes. The, uh, the only exception to hey. that was Portlandia. Because I really? think I need... Have you seen Portlandia? No. Oh, man. Oh, that oh, is man. good. I'm but, writing that down. Right, you've got to give it, I reckon, three or four. Three. Mm-hmm. So if, you're not, if it's not got you by three... The, the, the first one won't get you. The, well, no, I disagree. I think the first one will get him because he's me. The first one got me. The first one, when they start singing that song, we're off to Portlandia. (laughs) But definitely after three. Singing songs. I'll tell you why the first one got me. Because I fancied her. I thought she was really cute. I thought she was really cute. I thought, well, I'm going to, I'm going to like this. Enjoy watching it more. Yeah, yeah, because she was kind of a bit geeky. And I thought, oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, Portlandia's um, good. Hey, let's get um, her on. I've tried. She said no. She's not said anything. Well, let's try again. All right. Keep trying. I've got a book of hers that I've not read. I'll tell her. Tell her I won't read it unless she comes on. Okay, that'll do it. There we go. That'll, that'll do it, Steve. That'll do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I have no idea who it is. Anything yeah, else? Um, yes, oh, you had no, a guest? Yes. yes. Um, now, this might sound weird, and I don't need to judge me. Oh, well, you I'm, ju- I'm judging you constantly, Stephen. I've, I've worked well, out yeah. you're a massive racist. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what a pirate's favourite shop is? Argos. Oh, you do? Is it? I just I just worked that out by no, going through all the shops that had R in it. Why are pirates so mean? Because they are. <laughs> because they are. Don't do pirate jokes for me all day. Yeah, well. Favourite, pirate's favourite instrument? The harp! No, no, I like it, though. <laughs> Guitar. Guitar. There we go. That's probably lost four of your listeners. Yes. Well. Um, yeah, go on then. Here you go. Charlotte Church. Oh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd be up for talking to Charlotte Church. Yeah, because yeah, her, last, her last stuff was really good. It was really... I think weird. she's... I like... I've got a lot of time for Charlotte Church. I think um, she's... Um, I think, I think she's, you'd get on with her as well. I think so, and I think she's funny. I've always thought she was funny. Mm, yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm really interested in that transition from when she... Because she was like a, a teen... A child prodigy. Well, who was it? Was it um, Chris Moyles who was... Who, who did... Jonathan Ross. Jonathan Ross. No, 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 no. Who said mm. she's almost... When she's 16... Oh, I think there was a countdown. I think there was a countdown like in the with sun. Brittany. But I think oh, no, Moyle said own. something as well about about it. Yeah, when she's sixteen, oh. but which meant when you were thinking when she was fifteen, oh. which is um, inappropriate. Yeah, no, that's a, that, you know what? That's an excellent suggestion, Steve. And uh, did you know what? I think she'd be because she's keen because she's doing um, some new shows as well. So she. All she right, wicked. Well, we will, as they say in America, we will reach out to Charlotte's people and see what they say. Good year, good year. Steve, nice one, mate. Thank you very much. Oh three four four. We've had some good suggestions, haven't we? Yeah. Not I'm, bothered. No, I'm looking at Charlotte Church's website now and working out. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The um, the guest list. Everyone's come up with some pretty um, good stuff. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about Charlotte Church. Um, I can't think what it was. Uh, Chuckle Brothers, John Higgs, Peter Capaldi, Charlene Spiteri, Michelle Phillips, James Burke, Charlotte Church. That's a good old. Um, that's a good old list, and we're also um, compiling the uh, top five dreamcoats and the top five petticoats. Uh, it's basically the fittest men and women in pop, um, right, in, in any genre of music. Slow uptake on this one. So far, we have at number one for the petticoats, Michelle Phillips from the Mamas and Papas. Um, and uh, for the Dreamboats at number three, we have Nino Bettencourt. Of Extreme. And that's it. And that is all we've got. So, um... I had a big thing about Morton Harkett for a long time. Yeah, I wouldn't put him in the top five um, dreamboats, though. No, I, do you know what? I've gone off him since. I never thought I'd grow out of Morton Harkett. He I looks, it he looks good forever. for his age. He mm. looks very, very good for his age. I saw him on Celebrity Mr and Mrs and it put me off. Sorry? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on there with his wife. Well, and, it would be. Um, well, yeah. You know I was asked on that. Really? Yeah. Me, me and my wife were asked on that and we talked about it. It was quite good money. I want to say... I want to say it was ten grand. I want to say I want to say ten grand, Blimey. but that seems a lot. But I think that's what it was. It's prime time ITV. Well, they were saying. So, how does Morton show his um, affection for you? Oh well, he's not very affectionate, really. But what he does—he's making the love to me fast no. and furious no. in all positions. No, no, not even. Do you know what it is? Uh. He chooses the colour of mug he gives her in the morning, and that's how he expresses. Is she um, Dutch as well? Then they're, they're Norwegian. Right. Okay. But is she Dutch as well? Norwegian. Same as him, yeah? 
Yeah, no, so Dutch. He's giving me the love hard and fast in the morning and in the afternoon. And if I cook a good supper, I'm a good girl again the third time. No. He chooses my mug. That wasn't the future it, I had mapped I've out for made us. it sound uh, like Morton Harkett is married to Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Morton Harkett making the love to me. I need your shoes, your coat and your motorcycle. <laughs> and I need you to make the love to me if I cook the good supper for you, Morton. <laughs> cook the good supper. Um, speaking of um, cooking the good supper. Oh, well, no, actually, I'll tell you what we can, um, what we can do. We can do it. Uay le mira voici. Um, this might help Morton Hark actually. L- love life flagging in your forties and fifties. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Try our twelve sizzling tips. Oh, to put your sex drive back in the top gear. Twelve? Oh, I'm exhausted before I even think about let's, it. Let's, let's go through this. I don't need to know this. I'm not in my 40s. Well. The older we get, the bolder we become <laughs> in the bedroom. I don't need to hear Morton saying it. As we make a determined bid to make our sex lives sizzle. <laughs> the exclusive mirror servation poll. Servation. This is, what? Anyway, uh, carried out over the past three days, has revealed our people in their forties, fifties, and sixties are up for anything. But I won't do that. <laughs> As they try exciting new ways to spice up their sex lives. Of the one thousand forty to seventy-year-olds questioned, more than a quarter had used a sex toy dildos vibrators butt plugs for the first time after hitting middle age and since turning 40 this is here you go this is you i'm not turned 40 no 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 yet. well 12 percent had tried having sex in a public place <laughs> that's not since turning i've not turned 40 so, so okay so you're gonna get even wilder <laughs> next year this year um well six percent had bedded a stranger whose name they didn't even know. How do you do that? Well, that's a stranger then, isn't it? How do you a stranger do stranger whose name you know is not a stranger. How do you have sex with a stranger? Like, um, on Instagram or something? I think it's just if you fall on them. <laughs> well, it, listen, we used to work at the BBC and that was de, de rigueur. <laughs> Role play was something that 15% said they tried. So that's like Dungeons and Dragons. Role play? Do you need one of them special dice? Yeah, you do. You need a bent one. While 16% admitted having their first one-night stand, here, Alex Fox, Durex's sex and relationship expert, sexpert, reveals her top tips for hot... Hey! Um, Dr. Pam does the, yeah. the the shagging show here now, doesn't she? Yeah. We should definitely go for that job. What nights is she? Is that Saturday nights? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I listened... I must listen in. I like Dr. Pam. I know Dr. Pam a little bit. Um, and uh, I like her. And, and um, but I listened to a sex show on another station mm-hmm. by accident. Flipping heck! They can say anything, and we won't because we've got young people listening. I've, I've gone about as far as I've gone up to the knuckle with this. <laughs> God, can you can you rephrase that? <laughs> <laughs> gone as far as I can on this. Um, but they um, they talk about that that. 
that well i'm 65 years old and i'm really keen we've, we've got a very you know we drive with bondage and dressing up and stuff and but i'm really keen to try anal but my wife's not my wife's a bit reluctant well have you sat down and talked to her and told her yeah yeah and i've told her i love it but she don't want it she's scared of it going up above really <laughs> oh, and, but that's not even as graphic as they get i know they get even how do they get away with that seriously how do they get away with it? it's disgusting they have a disclaimer on the beginning don't they and say it's going to get filthy, so... I, um... I've worked with that lady. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was audible. A little bit. Well... Well, she was annoying. <laughs> the, oh, look, oh, look, Dennis has called in from Dunstable. Let's go to a you break, shall bondage. we? mentioned <laughs> bondage. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk... Dennis, stay there. I will come to you in a bit. Um, Anthony! Hello, mate. Hello, Anthony. Uh, right. I've got a suggestion for a, for a guest. Okay. Ages ago, ages ago you said, uh, you're going to try and get Lee Mavers on. What happened about that? Oh, Lee Mavers, um, yeah. from the Lars. Um, yeah. I did a bit of research and I got, found a book about the Lars and... Yes, I... Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a good book, and I went on some forums, and he's he's he doesn't really seem to be around anywhere. Oh. Well, do you know what? I, I will, I, I will redouble my efforts because I, I I did have a look into it, and and I got nowhere. Um, so let me have another look because he he would be interesting. I don't think he, bless you. Hang on, she's going to sneeze. <laughs> bless you. Um, don't worry, he didn't disturb the show. He said, doing a, 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 an Oliver Hardy turn to the camera. Um, I don't think he does interviews. No. Um, but he, you're right, he would be a very interesting gentleman to talk to. What about Jason Williamson, who? the shouty bloke out of Sleaford Mods? Out of who? Sleaford Mods. Kath? Nope. You're older than no, me. No, I am about. not. Never heard of Sleaford Mods before. No, I haven't. Oh, YouTube, that, a lot of it's a bit sweary, though, so... Oh, well... When you're on your own, yes. when you're on your own, do Sleep, it. Sleep, what is it, a band? Yeah, two oh. two fellas about, well, about your age. Yeah. Yeah. What one old from Stats be, one from Newark. But, well, so when were they when were they around, then, in the 90s? What, Sleep of Mods? Yeah. Now. They're, they're around now? Yeah. No. Yes, they are. No! Honestly, honestly, just... Just it. YouTube. Don't. It's, it says it's sweary. I know. I'm just looking at their website. Yes, I'm, I'm, you don't, well, you don't have to play it on air. Just you know. Yeah. Gosh, even the uh, website sweary. Oh <laughs> no. Hey, I tell you, it was good. And I meant to try and track them down. I read a wrote, read a book about them. I think there was a film made about them, but I missed it. It was these two Scottish lads, right? Yes. And I can't remember the name of the book. It's a true story. And they somehow pretended that they were American rappers, right? And they went to America, and I think they got on MTV. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? 344 Everyone knows what I'm talking about. What were they called? Well, th- that that would be that would would be the clue, wouldn't it? I can't remember. No. There were two Scottish lads, and one of them wrote a book about his experience. And they went to America, and they get, were getting offered like big recording contracts. They went on MTV. Syllable and brains. Yeah. Yeah, it was them. 
What called? Syllable, spell S-I-L-I-B-I-L, Unbrains. Scottish hip-hop duo consisting of Gavin Bain and Billy Boyd, best known for masquerading as American rappers from California to secure a record deal. Yeah. And it's uh, formed the basis of Bain's 2010 memoir, California Scheming. That is it. That is such a good book. Later reprinted as straight out of Scotland. I'll listen to it. I will. I'll I'll listen to it in the morning. Yeah. uh, Listen, we're going to... Thank you, Anthony. That's an excellent suggestion. Lee Mavers. We'll have that on on the list. Oh, let's look up these guys. Get get him on, because the book... um, Well, I must have read it when we were at the other place. Um, and I, I, it wasn't appropriate. But the the book is such a funny read. Absolute brilliant scammers with balls of steel. And um, they just, they, they work it to perfection. There's videos of them on, on MTV, on YouTube and stuff. Um, and they're pretending to be American. I'll have to dig out that book. I wonder if I've still got it. I do this thing where I have big clear-outs of books, and then about three years later I go, oh, I wonder where that book is, because that was a cracking read. My sister got me onto that, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, Great Hip Hop Hopes. No, it's not called that. No, it's not called that. Um, Dennis. Good evening. Listen, what's this piece business of you having to fizz up your sex life? Steady on, steady. I've not stopped fizzing since I left the navy. Well, oh. I don't. If it's fizzing, you should. Um, you can get cream for that. Dip it in a bowl of yogurt. No, thank you. No, no, I don't do anything like bit, that. Bit of spank- but... hanky panky, spanky spanky. Yes, you never know what goes on. No, well, behind closed doors. But hey. I've not stopped fizzing in all that time. Hey, hey, Fonzie, <laughs> you're like the English Fonz. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, um, did you go? And, is I think the new Fifty Shades, Fifty Shades of Grey. Waiting for it to come round. I think it's out now, isn't it? The second. Yeah, but you can't buy it. Oh, you want it? You want to watch it in private? Oh, naturally. Didn't get chucked out of the cinema like last time. I was. Start, I'm reading the second book at the moment again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It falls well, open on the mucky the bits. First book, actually. It falls open on the mucky bits. No, it's not so much that. It's a bit more adventurous than the second one. In terms of story or terms of the the, the sex? Uh, a bit of everything. A little bit of everything. No, right. no, they're, they're nicely together now. They stop spanking a bum. Yeah. Oh, they're now like a cu- proper couple. Yeah, that's right. More or less. Is more Rita Ora in it more, in the book? He's a bit softer than he used to be. Oh, dear. Well, he, he should go to the doctors. Because it's yeah, nothing well, embarrassing. That happens to all of us. Toothbrush and two rubber bands is the best thing. Well, oh my! It was a, it was a lolly stick in my day, but yeah. yeah well, there we are. Anyway, all the best. Thank you very much. I indeed. have no idea what that conversation no. was, and I don't want to know, do I? No, you don't really. Flipping heck! Mm. It is like the bat signal, though. As soon as you mention anything like that, he's on. I cannot think of a more boring film. Than Fifty Shades of Grey. I, it was, why, um, why didn't she wear a bra? I know. I thought he was tight. He must have got those knickers on like three for two. Yeah. Because he never bought her a bra to go with him. And, you know, she was very. it was very nippy in that room. Well, it was, exactly. I think that's what got him going. <laughs> it was rubbish. It really he looked like he was having trouble acting like someone who was walking across a room. Is it the same actors in the new yeah. one? Because they didn't want, they must have got tied into a tight contract. I think it's a different director. Um, Sam, the lady, Sam, whose uh, name escapes me, who is going out with um, young John Lennon. Mm. <laughs> Sam Bailey Tyler Moore. 
Something like that. You're not Christian, Ed. He typed stuff on... He's, he's d- deleted it, but I remembered it. He says, tight contracts like the bondage straps. We're in the, go, go and read the Bible and, and have, think pure thoughts, for goodness sake. Filthy. He's filthy. He is filthy. He's not. He's, he's, the, he's the hip side of uh, Christianity. We can dig that. We can dig that. <laughs> um, 0344 By the way, I've, I've been invited to go and see Danny Baker's live show. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent me a little message saying... Uh, I, I, I tweeted him saying, any tickets going? And then I tweeted going, oh, no, I didn't... I wasn't bragging. And then I tweeted, oh, I meant blagging. I'm going to stop now. Because I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but he sent me a little DM saying, you let me know when you want to come some. We'll get you in. So I'll check out the dates. Why Pretty sweet. Well, uh, uh, too sweet. I've realised, of course, that um, in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, mm-hmm. the song Toot Sweet, it's a, it's a pun, isn't it? Toot Sweet... Toot, but it's, it, do, sweet. toot sweet is a phrase, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what it means. I say it. Means it means straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toot sweet. So, toot, 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 toot. Um, so it's a joke, isn't it? It's a joke. It's good, that film. It's too long. You could ch- take 40... Here we go. Last hour of the show. Films that are too long. Yeah. Um, Chitty Bang Bang. Mary Poppins. Yes. I w- yes, I will give you that. Um, Yellow Submarine. It's too long. Um, Willy Wonka. The first one. The, the original. I, uh, I used to fast forward through all the sad bits. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's Cheer too up long. Charlie and all that. Um, ooh, 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 I think that's it. Those are all the films I'm that. Glad, are, I'm glad we covered that. That are too long. Oh, pirate! The Pirates of the Caribbean movies are too long. They're good, but they're too long. Two, they're two and a half hours. Ed, 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 oh, Ed's put headphones on and, and pulled the microphone into place. He's coming in, whether we want him or not. Ed, The Hobbit. Never watched it. Never watched the it. The second one just y- there were so many points where it could have ended. I was like, oh, I it's thought still you going. you would have you'd have um, like been out of boner watching it because it's like all your your people. It's, it's home. I mean, it's that's what New Zealand looks like. You know, we've got little short. People I there. never watched any of the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit, and the, I told you this before. The reason was I I was going to wait for all of the Lord of the Rings to come out on extended director's cuts. <sighs> Um, get mashed up and watch them. But then I stopped drinking and doing all kinds of naughtiness a long, long time ago. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to watch those straight. They look boring as hell. They're not boring. They're quite beautifully done, but they are long. And and also they cut off at weird points, I think. Mm. Like The Hobbit. Well, the first Lord of the Rings film. Mm Mm-hmm. It spends a load of time on... It, the whole thing is like two mm. chapters in the book. And you think, well, hang on, where's the rest of my well, film? This, do, you know what's, do you know what's also too long? This conversation about Lord oh. of the Rings and The Hobbit. Yeah. Um, uh, Alex Fox, Durex's sex and relationship expert... Oh, Foxy. Um, ...reveals her top tips for hotting up your sex life in middle age and beyond. OK, go through some of these. If you're waiting to, to come on, I'll, I'll come to you in a minute. But we, we need to deal with this first. You'll be on before the news. One, be confident. <laughs> a lack of body confidence as we get older can make us shy between the sheets. Did anyone ever ask if they could kiss you before they kissed you? I don't think so. Mm, I have, it happened to me. Why? What did, they what? felt like they had to ask permission. It was a really odd conversation. I've had someone say I'd really like to kiss you. And I said yes. <laughs> well, no, this one was, would you mind if I... Would you well, mind? Well, that's, ni- that's nice. That's no. nice, that's romantic. Yeah. Why are you having a go about a guy no, for I'm that? Just saying about the assuming be- it, I'm assuming it was a guy. <laughs> just talking about the be confident thing and, you know, the permission. Oh, well, these days, though. You've got to get it signed. You've, you've got to get it signed. You've got to get everything signed off. Seriously. 
if you're struggling with your self-image or feeling blue about your body... Hang on a second. Right, this, this, this escalates quickly. If you're feeling blue about your body, put some socks on. Hang on a minute. This escalates very quickly from being <laughs> confident. If you're feeling struggling with self-image or feeling blue about your body, dressing up and experimenting with costumes... Whoa, whoa, whoa! ...can help boost how you feel about yourself and prompt you to view your looks in a new light. Role-playing offers a way to escape the day-to-day life so you can temporarily stop being mum or the office manager and let another part of your character come out. What's that got to do with... with the, oh, oh, I feel so... Can't, I've got bad... I've got st- stomach and... I've, I'm oh, going to slip into some lycra. That'll do it. I'm going to be a, a, a copper in hot pants. <laughs> come here, girl. <laughs> Spread them. <laughs> oh, no, please, for goodness sakes. G! Hello, hello, what's that? Uh-oh. Sorry, I had you on speakerphone. Yes, don't don't like speakerphone. The speakerphone is the worst invention of all time. Yes. I had two things that I wanted to talk to you about, and now it's turned into three. Why do you do this to me? Well, you better spit it out then, G. Right. (laughs) Right. Longest film that just goes on forever, Independence Day. Oh, but I don't. Th- I, I I don't remember Independence Day particularly well, but I don't remember feeling bored during it. I remember it being a roller coaster ride of um, of fun. I had to watch it six times to get to the end. Oh, flipping it! That's um, you taking a ride. Fell asleep five of those. Yeah. And the last time, I actually watched it in four segments. <laughs> wow, film films where you've had to take a break. Uh, we can do that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Independence Day for me. Twenty twelve okay. is a long film. Twenty twelve is a long film. But I like again. I like that. I thought that was one of Hollywood's um, greatest peaks. I thought it was a superb film. Twenty twelve. Yes. Go on. Number two. Number two. Guests to get on your show. Yes. Raised by raptors. What is that? They're an up and coming. No. No. Not going to happen. No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Up, okay. Let's up and then. coming. I don't want up and coming. I want old and experienced. But I thought you liked up and coming. No, I, I can't up stand and up and coming. I want people that have, that have got a proven I, track record. But I thought that was the whole point of, uh, you know, hello, rabbit hole, and... No, it's got know, nothing to do you with... Mi- you missed the entire point, then, you missed. You've missed the point. This is this is a list of guests. We've got the Chuckle Brothers, Capaldi, Spiteri, Phillips, Charlotte Church, and Lee Mavers. These, these are these are is seasoned professionals. OK, so let's flick this over to four things that I now want to Uh-oh. say. Well, you've only got 50 seconds now. <laughs> OK, 50 seconds... Happy birthday, Star. I absolutely adore you. Wow, Tell Barry. the person yeah, she lives with you. you, you cut off. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's cut off. It's not Ken Bruce Popmasters. No, what is it? We're not doing shout outs. She's in the same building as you, man. Go and say it. Don't go and say it to her. Go and say it. Thank you, G. Um, no, up and coming is you know is is, is is all well and groovy. Of course, of course, of course it is. But no, for the, for the list of guests, we want people that have got um, a, a good few years under their belt experience, and um, they got cracking list so far. We'll crack on in the next hour with that. We'll give you more tips to boost your sex life. We're still looking for um, uh, hot male pop stars and hot female pop stars. Um, films that are too long. Actually, there's quite a lot to talk about. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
Talk Radio. Another hour to go, and I'll be honest, I'm quite peckish. 0344 499 1000, Late Nights with Ian Lee, only here on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies. Some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty it's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so The curse has um, been set off. Oh, no, no. Talks about shops closing down. We haven't had any for ages. HMV's gone bust. No. Let me let me read on, because this may... Uh, it's all of them. Um, is it just Canada? Is this verified? You've got to be careful. It's from, well, it's from Blitz magazine, which is a reputable rock and roll magazine. Um, it might just be in Canada. Yeah, it looks like it is. Look. HMV Canada. Okay. Yes, it's HMV in Canada has gone bust. Okay, okay, few, few guys. That was um, that was tense. It was a tense moment, but um, it's a sign of things to come. Consider it a second chance to go and show your appreciation for a much loved institution by going into HMV, looking at CDs, choosing stuff you want to buy, and then seeing how much cheaper it is online. Do you remember? I remember um, when when um, CDs came out and record stores were they've always been worried about pirating and taping music and stuff like that and i mean remember back in the day you could go and buy a cd from hmv take it back tape it take it home tape it and go back and go oh i got got this for my birthday and i got two can i bring it back they go yeah okay you get cash refund thing is there were kids behind the counter they didn't care did they but also do you remember there was a thing and it was it was i think this was on tomorrow's world and by the way bbc if you want to take a few of my quid Bring out a Tomorrow's World DVD box set. I would, I would slap down t- top dollar for that. Oh, it would be amazing to see it now. Those oh, predictions. You, 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 what you do? I mean, I, I, I'm guessing it ran from the 60s to 90s. So you, you have you have two discs from each decade. Beautiful. 60, oh, 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah, I'd pay for that. Time is right. I would totally pay for that. Wonderful stuff. Anyway, they had it. I'm sure they had it on Tomorrow's World. In some stores, certainly in America, and I think they had it in this country. To try and make 
it more uh, attractive to to buy music you could go in and you could burn your own cds you could pick i mean it took like an hour or something but you could go in you could pick like 12 songs that you wanted and get them put onto a cd from different artists does anyone else remember that i'm asking a lot of questions no one's phoning in so up yours Dolores. <laughs> so uh, and, until we get someone phoning in saying no ian you've got that completely wrong um then that's then that's the fact. But yeah, that's what I'm sure you used to be able to do. That you could go in and um... back when that was technology you didn't have at home. Well, I remember um, looking at buying a CD burner, a big you know standalone thing that you plug into um, your your hi-fi. They're about three four hundred quid Gosh. to burn a CD. My mate had one actually. And he had two. He had two. He had a CD player and a CD recorder. So you could copy CDs. That was what that was. I remember when games came on cassette. Video games came on cassette. And yeah, I'd outrun. We, oh. Before yeah. we had um, tape to tape, I remember putting two cassette recorders next to each other, turning the volume up on one, pressing record and play on the other, then pressing play, and then going out and taping. And sometimes it worked. Yeah, I know. I used to do that as well. Sometimes it worked. I did that as well. Yeah. That outrun, though, I loved it. I spent hours on that. And it's really basic, and it's just side to side, really. Yeah. But um, it was so basic that... The soundtrack was on the other side of the, of the oh, cassette. Man, so you loaded it in and then you just put the music on. <laughs> Nothing uh, to do with the action. We had a game that used to scare me called The Death Minds of Cyrus. <gasps> and it would scare me because as it was loading up, this is before computers could talk, right? As it was loading up, the tape player would play a man talking. And I oh. wasn't, I remember playing this like late at night, late at night, probably eight o'clock on a Sunday night. And I was there all on my own, and suddenly this voice started talking. Welcome to the death mines of Cyrus. And I absolutely cacked my pants. <laughs> um, Gordon! Hello there, it's Gordon from St Albans there. Hello, Gordon, nice to talk to you. From St Albans. It, it, it is nice to talk to you. Well, very noisy in St Albans, Gordon. Oh, oh Ian, it's such a terrible evening. Terrible but good at the same time. Well, what's, what's the tragedy and what's the comedy? Okay, well, it's all encompassed in one. Yeah. Um, I'm in my local pub called the Golden Lion. Yeah. And this is a pub that's been going for 300 years. Gosh, they must be and tired. tonight is the last night. Well, it's had a good run. It's had a good run, yeah, but everyone's in here. They're having a really good time. I'm Gordon from St Albans. It's funny, are you in St Albans now? Because I know St Albans and I don't remember a Golden Lion. Maybe that's why it's gone bump. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You remember, it's down the bottom, you know, by, um... Oh, by, by the thingy. Yeah. Just round the corner from Prezzo, opposite um, the fish market. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it not Prezzo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's Prezzo. Double Z is Prezzo, isn't it? Yeah, it's Prezzo, Prezzo. Gordon. Prezzo. 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 Yeah, Gordon from... Um, my name's Gordon. Go- I'm calling from St Albans. Gordon from St Albans. Well, thank you, Gordon. That's that's a really touching story. Oh, I, I love you, and I love everything that you do. That's really cool. What's your favourite thing of mine that I've done, Gordon? Oh, it's the way that you touch us with your, um, your deep and meaningful, insightful, um, dissection of the human psyche. <laughs> In its most basic and base form. Well, thank you, Gordon. That's that 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 really is that's very kind of you. I, I do like touching you deeply, Gordon. I hope that I've helped you. 
It really has. And go, sorry, what did you say your name was and where, you, where you're calling from? It's Gordon Orban. Let me just write that down. It was it was Gordon. Yeah. And where are you calling from? St. Orban. Thank you very much, Trevor. Oh, Gordon? Sad news. Yeah. Just heard back from uh, Charlotte Church's people. Yeah. Thanks, but we'll have to pass on this for now. Oh. So I've said... Thanks for letting us know, and please keep us in mind for the future. Oh, that's a shame. She would have been good. All right, well, we, we the Charlotte Church is the first one to get no. a line drawn through through her name. Um, tip number two. Oh. Out of 12. Imagine having 12 tips. Are we still dressed up at this point? Or I, I, think we re- I think we reset the clock after every one. Okay. Otherwise, it's just going to be too complicated. Gosh. Number two is communicate. Communicate with your lover what you want. Don't be afraid of um, saying what you want. Don't be, don't, don't hold back. Share your fancies. Um, communicate. Tell Does it if, say all that? I was just saying. I'm making up. Good communication is the key to a great love life, but it can be really tricky to broach a conversation with your partner about sexual problems. Why don't you come on the radio and do it that way? Try my and she's got a system here. Care, air, share. Air, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Try my care, air, share technique. How do I do that? First, show you care about your lover's needs and concerns. Start by telling them, I know your job's been keeping you really busy lately, and you've been but, stressed. But get a load of this. Yeah. Or is that well, too why much? are you telling me that with your wang around, Steve? <laughs> with just a bow tie on. <laughs> Next, air what's on your mind. I've noticed you don't seem to so interested in sex nowadays. I'd love to enjoy more regular fun together. Oh, yeah. Then invite them to share their thoughts. What do you think? Is there a way we could work that out? If not, is there, if I go and have an affair <laughs> or see a prosy? God. Num- Does she say that? Well. Not in so many it's, words. It's implied. <laughs> it's implied. Um, number three, flirt. Make a conscious effort to flirt and play with your partner in the daytime as well as in play. the evening. If you're going out to dinner together... Oh, this is disgusting! I know what they're going to say. Yeah. No pants. No, 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 oh. no. Try making love before you leave the house. Oh, but wash your hands if you're eating. Instead of waiting until you get home and you may well be exhausted, tipsy, bloated after a rich meal. <laughs> Why would you want to... Should we go out for a meal? Yeah, all right, let's go to Prezzo. Isn't it Prezzo? No, it's two Zs. It's, it's Prezzo. I thought it was Prezzo. No, it's Prezzo. Ah. Do you fancy a quick bunk up before we go? Not really. Why? Because I'll probably be really farty when we come home. Yeah, I'm going to be bloated. It's going to be a rich meal. What, a Prezzo? Why are you saying it in an Italian accent? Oh, it turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo. Um, regularly let them know that you think they look gorgeous. What if they don't? They'll what, know. What if you've they'll married a you, They'll go, what are you after? Whether that's first thing in the morning... Oh, well, they'll know you're fibbing. Or when you are both chilling out on the sofa in the evening. What kind of sick filth is this? <laughs> chilling out on the sofa? Just got to say to you, those slippers look great. Hey, thanks. I, I went to um, Marx's and bought myself a new pair, 15 quid. I can't understand why they're losing money every six months. Gosh, that, that is hot conversation, speaking, isn't it? Speaking of hot conversation. Yes, Russ? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I was on loudspeaker. Why is everybody on loudspeaker? Why has everybody lost the ability to hold a phone to their ears while they're waiting to come on the radio? What is their problem? What is everyone's problem? It's just just a habit. Well, break it. Break it. All right, then. Evening, Russ, what you got? 
Oh, just um, I was listening to you talking about of uh, tape to tape and then the old uh, the cassette games and stuff. It's uh, brought memories back for me. Well, let's let's hear um, Russ's memories. Well, I don't know whether uh, you'll have the same experiences because I was one of the unfortunate ones who had a, a crappy Amstrad CPC four. Ah, built-in tape deck, built-in tape deck, yeah. built-in tape deck. Loser. I mean, it was expensive at the time when my yeah. parents bought it. Um, I think it was 199 quid. We, wa- we went With to Maidenhead. Screen. We went to Maidenhead. You had the green screen, didn't even have the colour one. Oh, we went to Maidenhead the other day, and we, and we walked through the shopping centre. And Maidenhead, when I was a kid, was posh. It ain't posh now. And we walked past um, a shop. Um, can't think what it was. But suddenly I was flush, a flush of memories flooded back of when that shop used to be Rumbelows. <gasps> and that's where we bought um, our second computer. The first one was a Dragon 32, but where we bought our second computer, a BBC Micro Model B. 400 <coughs> quid. 400 quid it cost us. And I remember being so excited going there after school one day with my mum and dad, and they bought this thing. Oh, I was over the moon. Massive box. Over the moon, Russ. I was, I was actually, uh, yeah, I don't know what it was. Some of Triggering a memory in my mind the other day yeah. um, about the old um, BBC computers we used to have in school. Yeah, yeah. They must have been subsidised or something by the BBC. I remember being told that I was part of the computer generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was that was constituted by five computers to thirty kids, and we all started oh, we standing around. Oh no, we, no, we had a lot. But but it's weird to think because the BBC the BBC made those computers. That's weird, isn't it? Do you remember paper? Oh, you must have the same experience as me. Paint Spa. Pa- what, what? It was one of the programmes he used to... Uh, there'd be one of the big TVs on, on a, a stand at the front of the classroom, and yeah. I was always the, the the one who decided to draw um, a large... Crying cactus. Te- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well... Well, yeah, that's, I'd always get on the computer that was yeah. linked to the big screen. Yeah, and draw a crown crown cactus as that's well. Why, that's why the, um, me, me being the part of the computer generation didn't work out, because I'm... I can I'm still... I'm right iPhone, but I'm not that. I can still... In, if you give me a basic a computer that, that takes basic, I can still write a programme that will convert centigrade to Fahrenheit. And I used to go into shops and write... Because people were going to shops and write 10 print... Um, Kath is a bummer, 20 go to 10, and it would repeat it. Yeah. Of course, if you put a semicolon after Kath is a bummer, or Kath is bent, or whatever, or Kath, is, Kath touches boys for five pence, put a semicolon, it wouldn't just be a stream, it would cover the whole screen. But what I would do, because my mum and dad would leave me there for like an hour while they'd go off, I'd write, I'd write a quiz. It would say, hello, what is your name? <laughs> and you enter the name, that becomes the A string. So you just put, hello, A string, so it'd say, hello, Kath. Uh, would you like to quiz? Yes. You said no. Bye bye. We start again. Hello, what is your name? If you said yes, okay. And it will ask you questions. Oh, what a lonely boy. I was very, very lonely. <laughs> very, very Speaking lonely. Speaking of which, I used to do, um, do you remember that? Someone gave me a book and it was, um. Remember books, yeah. No, but it was a book. It was a computer game. I'd spent ages on that. I don't think I ever played it in the end, but I did what you spend ages about? programming this Sherlock Holmes game. Oh. In ba- basic. I could never. I, I could never get get my head around all that. Pro- I just haven't got the patience. Yeah, well, well the I remember uh, uh, these these. Uh, there was this one game that came free with the Amstrad called Animal, Vegetable, or Mineral, <laughs> and it's actually it's actually someone someone's put a video on YouTube of it, and oh. it's you've got to guess what this item is. Is it an animal, a vegetable, or, or a mineral? Mineral. And what was it? 
well, it was all something different, but it, it was oh. the way the computer computer used to talk to you. And yeah, I used to love all proper crap games, and then I eventually bought a second-hand Commodore, and it was like, yeah, this is it. This is it. And yeah, I, I bought a Commodore when I left college for a tenner at a car boot sale. Thank you for that, Russ. Chris um, Seavey, who was Frank Sidebottom, was one of the first people to realise that computers were the way forward, right? And um, he's, there's a brilliant story, which I believe to be true. Uh, his, his missus sent him to... Um, he tells it as, as Frank, Frank and his mum, but it was his missus sent him to, pay, to the gas board to pay the gas bill. And he had all the money. And they were, they were poor, right? And uh, so he went off to pay the gas bill. But he came back with a spectrum. She went, what's that? And this is like when they would cost like 300 quid. She went, what's that? He goes... We're gonna make, we're gonna make millions off this. She says, "Have you paid the gas bill?" He went, "No, no, no. I've, I've spent it all on this." And um, he didn't make millions, but he did write some computer games, uh, including one called Amoeba Frank. This is this is for the ZX eighty one, and what it was is a blank screen, right? And you and your mates would have to point to the screen, different parts of the screen, and you press the space bar, and a dot would appear, and whoever was closest finger was closest to the dot. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's like virtual reality. Head of its time. You've seen the pop video he did, didn't you, on, on the computer? Have uh, I shown you that? I don't think you have. Oh, let's have an ad break. I'll see if I can find it. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
it's a brilliant song. B, what you didn't get was that is a video on a ZX81. It's Chris Seavey, Frank Sidebottom. Just to get the time in that, that yeah. precise is amazing. It's incredible. Uh, I'll, I'll tweet that, uh, the links. It's, it's well worth watching. It's absolutely um, a, a brilliant. It's a brilliant song. And what you have to do is you have to play the record, load up the game, um, and as it says, not many people can get the game to work, and then you press play as you put the needle down on the record and it would do a video. Brilliant. On a ZX81, guys... A ZX81, and that is when, I mean, that, in 19, and now it looks, you know, now it looks cute. In 1983, that would have looked amazing. That would have looked incredible. You'd be like, going, what the flipping hell is this? How are they doing this? <clears throat> Get in the mood, tip number four. Oh, we're back there, are we? Yeah. Play a naughty version of Consequences. Now, what is Consequences? Isn't that... Isn't that that thing where you fold a pa- paper in a concertina and you do, like, a funny picture? You know, someone does the head and then... Oh, someone... here we go. Yeah, you're right. One of you t- um, think of a location um, and write it down. <laughs> Take turns to add details, such as props, which could be a sex toy. Oh, God. Handcuffs or a hotel room key. What are you going to do with that? Positions. Costumes. She's obsessed with costumes, this woman. I think she might work for... Uh... Well, she works for Durex. The dressing up jo- shop as no, well. she works for the Johnnies. <laughs> and scenarios over the day. Over the day? <laughs> you will conjure up an X-rated bedtime story. <laughs> and as you will have spent hours thinking lewd thoughts, you'll be in the mood to get rude. No, it'd be massive d- disappointment, won't it? Um, experiment. Number five, bringing science into it. Okay, Bonson Burner. Tiredness and stress can have a huge impact on our sex lives as we age. If a man is exhausted or anxious, it can be difficult for him to... All right, come on, Yeah, we get it. Or we don't. Um, Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Remember who she works for. If losing an an erection is denting a man's sexual confidence as opposed to denting you... (laughs) Toys such as the Durex Pleasure Ring... Oh, there we go. ...can offer a fantastic chemical-free helping hand. What is that? Like a boxing ring. Mm. No, I think it's She's this slightly woman's, smaller. This woman's obsessed. She is. I mean... Number six. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. by the way. Um, number six. Trying you to... I feel a bit nauseous. Not because of what we're eating, <laughs> although it's not helping. <laughs> Oh, here we go. So, so blokes can't get it up. Women um, dropping estrogen associated with aging aging can also make women's bodies less responsive to stimulation. What's wrong with a good kiss, boy? What's that from? Do you know what that's from? What's wrong with a good kiss, boy? Monty Python. Oh, which one? The Meaning of Life, where John Cleese is giving a sex education lesson. Oh, I do know that and one. And he invites then. his wife in and they strip off. Now then, how do we get her going? Um, stimulate the clitoris, sir. What's wrong with a good kiss, boy? <laughs> <laughs> Saying that, that was my least favourite of their films. It's not a very good film. It looks brilliant, but it's not the funniest. But I remember watching that with my mum. Oh. Because I was really into Monty Python and I bought it. I mean, Woolworths on the way home from school. And we watched it, and I was oh, I was cringing with embarrassment. I, I watched the the um, Holy Grail one with my dad, and it's that bit where he's in the um, 
<laughs> in the tower full of the hot women. Yeah. <laughs> now we stay for the oral sex. It was like, oh, don't say that. That's my favourite of the films, The Holy Grail. I love that one. Life of Brian, I never found funny until oh, I, I watched it last year. I watched it last year and I thought, oh, actually, it is brilliant. I just, I, I, as, as a kid, I didn't really get it. As a 15-year-old, I didn't really get it. But Holy Grail is... Um, I, I just, I just think it's, it's, you know, the whole thing with, uh, with the coconuts. You know, it's just beautiful. Brave Sir Robin. <laughs> it is, um, you know, and the knights who say neat and uh, it's, it is but a scratch, yeah, flesh wound. <laughs> um, it is, and they all get arrested by like modern day police at the end. I just yeah, think because they kill the historian, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I do think it's, um, it's, it's joyous. Yeah. I love that. Anyway. What's wrong with the kiss boy? I haven't seen that for years. Uh, the good news is many women find they have orgasms more frequently as they mature. Just takes a bit longer to get there. Well, don't take too long. Time is money. And you're quite mature. You haven't got the rest of your life. Using a sex toy during foreplay and intercourse can help add that extra level of stimulation that you may find that you need in order to climax as you get older. That's a lot of faffing about, isn't it? it is, and you've got to find batteries, and it really, it's... Um, uh, 0344-499-1000. Uh, call in, otherwise we continue with this sick filth. <laughs> the Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000 is the um, telephone number if you want to um, give us a call, although they... Uh... I think they're all taking notes at home. Um, I do feel a bit nauseous. I feel a bit nauseous. Yeah, could I get some cold yeah, water, yeah, yeah. please? Be a little bit sickly. Maybe I'm going to do um, a Charlie Wolf on air. Who knows? Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, Charlie. We'll be right back, folks. Um, yeah, I feel a little bit sickly. Uh, th- th- let's go through the list of um, potential guests, shall we? That we have so far. We have the Chuckle Brothers, John Higgs, who's written a book about the KLF. Peter Capaldi. I don't think we'll get Peter Capaldi. Charlene Spiteri. I'd be surprised, but I bet she'd be good. Michelle Phillips. James Burke, the futurologist. Charlotte Church has said no. And Lee Mavers, Mavers from the Lars. I tried to track him down before. And he's um, he's very reclusive, although I do, I, I think the Lars, in some capacity or another, sometimes as a duo, sometimes as a, a full band, do go out and play um, some gigs. Oh, that's what I was going to say about Charlotte Church. I just remembered, when I was at another radio station years and years ago, we used to have this guy, this old guy phone up, a bit like Nigel, but if, I'm going to say it, creepier. And um, he used to say that he was Charlotte Church's cousin. I think, do anyone remember this? Anyone remember this? Charlotte Church's cousin would phone up. Um, and um, he would talk about her. And it was, it was a bit weird and we kind of suspected he wasn't. But it, it, it was a weird thing to lie about. And he'd tell us about how... He'd seen her at the weekend and she was, and he kept saying, oh, I'll get her on the show one day. I'll get her on the show one day. She's a guy who's pretend to be Charlotte Church's cousin when I was at LBC. And this went on, he phoned him for about a year. Thank you. 
he phoned in for about a year this guy and um then one day she was doing like a musical in the west end or something and he phoned up and we said oh why don't we phone up the theatre where she's at um and and you know you can pass a message on to her we went yeah okay and so we phoned up the theatre went at the stage door and we went yeah is charlotte church there they went no who is this so we, this is lbc but we've got charlotte church's cousin on, on the, the other line paul and we just thought it'd be nice to phone up well you've never heard a phone his phone slammed down so quickly never heard from him ever Ooh. again never heard from him ever again what a surprise it was bullshine he w- what a surprise he was a fantasist who'd have thought a weird old man would be a fantasist um, I do wonder, I, not very often do I wonder about callers that have gone missing. But, um, oh, we had um, uh, uh, this this message that I didn't play out the other night. Um, um, uh, where was it? Where did I put it? Here. Um, oh, yeah, th- th- this, this guy phoned up and left a message for the rabbit hole. We didn't get to play it the other day. Hello, Ian. It's me. Hello, Ian. Me. Vinny. Oh. Uh, it's, it's funny. It's I know that voice. Um, and he, his number popped up on the screen the other day and then disappeared. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Um, and we used to have a guy a long time ago. Uh, I trying to, he had like, hello, I'm, uh, he's like, he was talking this French voice and he would um, say, I've not changed, um, this is it. I've not, yes, sir. It's good to talk to you, sir. I have not changed my trousers for a hundred days, sir. It's a very messy. I have not changed my trousers, sir. And he would phone up a lot. And we also had um, this old woman. Um, oh, you can poke me with with your 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 donut. What was her name? Let's play a bit. Isn't of that her. Maureen from Maureen? Right? Yeah, I've heard. Um, I've heard bits of her. She, I mean, filthy. Hang, but I think we can get away with she it. She used to invite you over, didn't she? Um, she um, here we go. Um, here we go. Let's 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 see what this is. Let's see what this is. Maureen. Wonderful evening, Ian. I, it is a wonderful evening. And do you know what was wonderful last night? I went to this party and it was rubbish because the cheeky girls were there. Oh. Got home. Oh, cheeky girls, yeah. Got home. Turned on the radio. The radio was tuned to BBC London. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't normally listen to that rubbish. Anyway, they had an expert on there talking about love. Oh, did you hear me on the radio? I heard you on BBC London. She phoned <laughs> up. She phoned up BBC London. That was it. I remember that party of the cheeky girls. It was a Gene Simmons party, and the cheeky girls and Lembert Opic were there. And I saw Gene Simmons, and I went anyway. Saying that you were having some with the old boy next door. That's right. Naughty boy you are, Ian. You're a naughty girl from what you were saying. I didn't say anything rude. You didn't say anything rude, but the implication was he's married and you're getting some. Well, I didn't say I'm having sex at the moment. But it's building up to a sexual relationship. But if, well, if I do, I'll I'll tell him to use a condom. (laughs) Yes, of course. Safe sex all the time. Um, Ian, do you live in Herringay? Yes, I do. I live in Harringay in Tottenham. Oh, right. I live in Muswell Hill. Oh, would you like to come for dinner sometime? It depends. What are you going to give me? I'm going to make you taste my jam donut. Oh. It's very tasty. It's a jam donut, Ian. Do you like cakes, do you? I love... I love cakes. 
Would you like to taste me jam donut? I, well, I like... Did, have you ever done this? When you're eating a donut, try and eat a donut without licking your lips. It's impossible. Well, it's, it's, it's naughty. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. Well, I'll have, yeah, I'll have a jam donut and I'll bring you, um, over an eclair. No, I want you to bring yourself. Oh, okay. And I'll offer you my body, if, if you want to. I'm fine, thank you. Right. But that is very naughty, so I might have to punish you. You know, when, when I hear you on The Voice, on the radio, you give me goosebumps. Really? You do. Oh, you make me nervous. You, you make me feel sexy. Well, that's good. If I can make an old woman feel like she's a woman again, then that's, that, I've done something, haven't I? Would you like to spake my bottom one day? <laughs> that escalated. <laughs> Jill! Hello! Hello, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Jan, how could you turn down Jan Donut? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a worse one than that. There's, there's a lot of that is a tame one. That must be one of the first calls. She would always talk about Michael Jackson as well. <laughs> um, there's loads of them on, on that. I mean, that's from 10 years ago, 2007, LBC, when it had a sense of humour. But the weird thing was, right, never found out who Maureen was. She was never was. in when you went round. <laughs> <laughs> she was, normally it was like, pull my hair and spank my bottom. Yeah, I've heard that one. Um, you bring, bring Chris, your producer, as well. <laughs> <laughs> um... Here's the weird thing. I heard her phoning up Ian Collins once and making a serious point about politics. When he was... Honestly, I, I, she was making a serious point. And that was the moment when I thought... Because I'm normally really good at spotting prank calls. And that is such a convincing old woman's voice. And to hear her making a serious point for about two or three minutes about politics in that voice. There's no gag. Or is it just a way for actors to perfect their... Could be. Characters, I it don't know. It could be. Um, and then, th th some later calls, it became like a soundboard and stuff, but, um, never found out who that was. Boy, oh boy, I'd love to shake... I mean, that it, it, it could be a very funny old woman. I think it's a fella. No. Yeah. No, I don't think... Honestly, I don't think... I don't think... Well... It's one of those mysteries, guys. We'll we just, may never know. We'll just never find out. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Chris, stay there. Come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Hey, we're nearly at the end, and the two mics will come in and start shouting at each other. They're very shouty, aren't they? Mm. They're, they're both. The thing about the two mics is they're both quite tiny. I mean, they're minute gentlemen in in height. All the force went into their voice boxes. <laughs> <laughs> They just shout at each other. I find it hilarious. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. I find it absolutely hilarious, though. Two old men just shouting at each other. I like the bits where, where someone's mean to them and the one them goes, bit harsh. A bit harsh, that. <laughs> anyway. Chris! Hello. Hey, Chris. Hey, Ian. I've so, got to say, you're absolutely correct about those two old men. Wh what? Which bit? About they're old. Yep. And they shout at each other. Yeah, that is it's an accurate description. Mm. Do you like do you like old men shouting yeah, at each other? Well, I'd rather watch them cooking, but that's all right. Huh? Anyway, the reason Ian I phoned you Yes. is because I've just been listening to your show. Oh. It 
I had to Google your phone number, but you read your phone number out so quickly. I don't know if I read my phone number out too quickly or if you write it too slowly. I don't write it at all. Well, that might be a, that might be an issue. Maybe you think it too slowly. Yeah, I do have a slow um, yeah. number re- recall. Yeah, well, that could be the problem. <laughs> and a slow reaction to comedy. But you've called, this, you've called in now, Chris. Was it just to tell me that I say the number too quickly? No, not at all. Uh, I just want to say you're great, and uh, I, there's lots of things I want to say, but now I'm actually on air, I'll, I've bottled it. Don't bottle it. You can't bottle it now. You're on. Yeah, I know. I've sort of, um, yeah. I'm all scared now. I'm sweating. So, well, don't be, listen, don't be scared and sweaty. It's, it's, it's literally about seven people listening, so I wouldn't be that bothered about it. No, oh, 7,000. I doubt it's it. Yeah, in my dreams. Oh, come on. There's loads of people. Near, uh, near my dreams. Well, well, what did you call him for? Dreams are, I, I just, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to talk to you. Oh, man. How's, how's your how's your man. how's your day been? Uh, pretty crap. Why? What happened? Uh, well, um, I went out and bought some new clothes. Yeah. With my girlfriend. Yeah. And uh, it's not all nice and all going. You know, if you go shopping with a girlfriend, it's normally quite scary. What? We picked up a shirt, lovely. Yes. Got a new jacket. Beautiful. Yeah, it was actually, it still is, it's really nice. Yeah. I got home, Mm-mm. and I wanted to wear them. Yeah, what? Straight but away? Went, sorry? Straight, you wanted to wear them straight away, you didn't want to save them for best? Well, I wanted to try them on. You know. Okay, but what, and wear them around the house, and go, or, and go out in them, or just try them on no, quickly and then take them back off? I, I put them on, and uh, I wanted to go outside. Why? You, you just <laughs> bought them? I know. Well, see, hang on. what time did you get home? This is my point. They upset my missus. Good. She's right. It's yeah. insane behaviour. What, was it like three o'clock in the afternoon or something? Yeah. Right, so you're going to put on a shirt for less than half a day, which you would then have to wash. So you're going to wash a shirt after less than half a day. No, it, it, it's brand new. It needs washing and ironing first. What the heck? You wash brand new clothes? Are you insane? Listen, I know when people buy crockery, they, some people want to wash brand new crockery. I think it's weird, but I'll let you do it. You want to wash brand new clothes? That's nuts. You well, only no, get a certain, right, you get a fine, not, not wash, not, not wash Chris, you get a finite amount of washes. You get a finite amount of washes out of clothes. You wash it straight away. You've lost a wash. That's a fade. Yeah, you're not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. I'm a wise man. <laughs> so, and you had an argument with her? Yeah. She's right. A, a real bad argument. Oh. And I, I lost my temper. Uh-oh. You didn't shoot her, did you? I, I t- no. Thank God for that. I wonder where this yet. was going to go. No, no, no. Of course I never shoot Okay. Just, it happens. What's going to be stories? What do you mean shoot her? What? What? Get, get to the point. Well, I tried showing my aggression. What? It, uh, my, my anger... And I, I kicked this this door thing. Yes, the door thing. Yes. And I kicked it really incorrectly, and I've really hurt my f- left foot. Well, <laughs> my yeah, I deserve it. Yeah. 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 Well, yes, you shouldn't. You shouldn't dis- display aggression like that. 
Well, I, I, I'm, I'm learning. You I'm kicked learning, it with your left uh, foot. Are you a left footer then? Yes, I oh, am. Oh, Southport. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is the door damaged? It wasn't a door. You it said was, a door thing. A so stool? I, no, no, it was a, a stool. A stool. 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 You kicked the stool. <laughs> um. And is oh, she... Can I just, uh, can I speak to your friend, the lady? Uh, well, she's not my friend, but <laughs> you can speak to her. Yeah, sure, go on. Go on. Yeah, thanks. Hello. Hello. Chris. Hello, Chris. I'm sorry about What's your foot. What's your name? Catherine. Catherine, listen, you're excellent. You work well together. Thank you. But, I mean, if it wasn't for you... I know, tell me about no, it. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going <laughs> to that, That's a whisper. I know what you're saying. Are you, um, you, d- d- are you drunk and flirting with other women because your girlfriend has dumped you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, that's what's going on, isn't oh, it? I feel a bit used now. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's what I love about you, Ian. You're so perceptive. Yeah, did she dump you? No, of did course she, not. 15 she... years, mate. Well, why aren't you married to her? Huh? Why aren't you married to her? Well, I... I don't agree with marriage. <laughs> Why? Well, because my parents divorced seven times. I think I've had like four stepmums and three stepfathers. Oh, so in t- so in, I thought you meant that they divorced each other no, seven no, times. No, 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 but no. so four, uh, your dad ma- divorced four times, and yeah. your mum divorced three times. Correct them under. That'll okay. do it, won't it? Yeah, that well, that will put you off it, I suppose. That'll put yeah, you off. Yeah, and it. Uh, this was before I was like fifteen. Yeah, well, so I got proper bothered. Well, like. and and now you're taking it out on stools. <laughs> no, yeah. Hey, hang on. Yeah, I wish it was a beanbag. Hey, don't, don't worry. Um, let me give you um, let me give you a sex tip. Mm? <laughs> um, here we go. Here we go. This this is she in the, is she in the house now? Yeah. Here we go. I wouldn't. She's going to go nuts. Um, go on, go on, go on, go on. I dare you. I dare number dare number you. 12, mix up your routine, Chris. What's that mean? Well, I'm going to explain. Get oh. yourselves out of the habit of restricting sex to a time and place. I think they mean um, a place in the house. Always the bedroom, yes, and always at night will make sex feel monotonous. Um... So, why don't you have a nice bunk up in the morning? Mm, tried that. Oh. I fell out the top. Okie dokie, thank you very much. I fell, out, I fell out the top? I don't want to know. Here we go. Now, Andrew is emailed in. Thank you, Andrew. Although, I suspect this might be the person who emails us in as Dave. Maureen was real because she appeared on Trisha talking about OAP sex. I do think... Is that it? Can anyone back that up? Can anyone back that up? Um, here we go. Number seven, Afternoon Delight, which is kind of the same as oh Mixer. Oh, my word. I just put in Maureen, Trisha, OAP Sex, and I've got Granny Sex Contacts basically all over the country. Oh. Well, so. save the details. <laughs> um... Uh, here we go. Afternoon delight. Sky rocket in flight. Afternoon, Afternoon delight. delight. There's a. You've never watched um, 
Um, mm, it's got it? Team Wolf 2 in. Um, oh, why can't I think? Um, what's the sitcom I'm trying to think of? My mind is going to complete blank. Arrested Development. Um, and it's, um, there's <laughs> a karaoke and the uncle and this kind of, she's, she's like 15, 16. She's supposed to be quite cute niece. Because one of the kids has got a crush on her. And they get up and they start singing Afternoon Delight and they're really getting into it. And then it's about three quarters of the way through they realise it's about, about having sex <laughs> in the afternoon. It's, it's very funny. Menopausal symptoms and general ageing... General ageing reporting, sir! <laughs> can have a negative, punishment. Can have a negative <laughs> impact on your emotions and confidence. Many women find they gain weight, particularly around the middle, due to plummeting oestrogen levels. Gosh, this is horny. <laughs> Hot flushes and night sweats can leave women feeling unattractive and in no mood for sex. If night sweats are making sex all the wrong kinds of hot, one solution is not make love at night. Try treating yourself to a bit of cheeky afternoon delight. (laughs) Her words, not mine. But hot flushes happen regardless of the temperature. They're just repeating themselves, because that's the same as mix up your routine. She then goes on to say, or making love before you head out on a weekend date together, wait rather than waiting until you get home. She's repeating herself. She's got nine tips. Still, it's a lot it's of tips. a lot of tips. It's <laughs> a lot of tips. Number eight, treat each other. Buying new underwear or treating your partner can help you both feel better. Here's a Mars bar. Um... Boost libido, number nine. Here we go. Now we're getting down to it. For older women, hormonal changes um, can cause their libidos to plummet drastically. Combat any flagging sex drives by focusing on the hotspot, the clitoris. What's wrong with a good kiss, boy? (laughs) Which has more than 8,000 nerve endings. I love nerve endings. Um, Lube. Oh, stop. Um... 12, okay, 12, hang on a second. Yes, yes, Chris? Just want to say that was brilliant. And I've got your phone number now, so I'm going to be boring you for always. That's, um, that sounds quite threatening, actually. <laughs> this is billed as 12 sizzling tips to put your sex drive back in top gear. 12 sizzling tips. Number 11, check your medications. <laughs> Four. Certain medicines can hinder your sexual response. If it's becoming a problem, talk to your GP about switching to a different medication with fewer sexual side effects. Is that part of the foreplay? Twelve sizzling tips. Check your meds. <laughs> Guys, you never know. That might be the problem. Well, that's that sorted. That's that sorted. There's a lot of happy couples now because of that. Isn't it? Um, so, God, I do feel nauseous. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Well, so where do we get to? The guest suggestions, Chucker Brothers, John Higgs, Peter Capaldi, Charlene Spiteri, Michelle Phillips, James Burke and Lee Mavers. The, um, oh, hang on a second. Yes, yes, line one. Yes, I'd just like to say, I do apologise for my bad behaviour, but when I sober up, Ian Lee is going to have much fun with moi. Much fun with moi, did he say? So, we've only got one each, so the sexiest man in pop and rock ever is Nino Bettencourt from Extreme. I'll take that. And I'll take Michelle Phillips, the hottest petticoat. 
in pop. Have you got this list of guests? You've done this? I've written to them all. That is is what we like. That is what we like. We're done. Oh, tonight, tomorrow, tonight, 10 o'clock, new and newish callers only. Let's, um, uh, Let's have some of that. Um, don't forget, you can download the podcast, dear listener, if you go to iTunes and type in Ian Lee. Um, well, you'll get this. You'll also get the Rabbit Hole podcast, episode one proper, coming on Thursday. Um, and if you do download this podcast uh, if you're from iTunes, I know you get it from other places, reviews and star ratings are exceptionally helpful and will be gratefully appreciated. I'm going to be playing Doom Classic on Xbox One in an hour's time. Ta-ta. Talk Radio. Intelligent, organic entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 